<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Proud members of the Dread Central Podcast Network. Comedy podcast, so we're going to tell you the entirety of a movie. Spoilers and all. My name is Ketrin Porter, and today I'm going to be spoiling the fuck out of a movie. My name is Kim Burns, and I'm going to try and stay alive and kill some bitches. Hey. Hi. Hi. Merry post Christmas, almost New Year's Eve. Merry, same. <laughs> How are we doing? Good. Should we start off by saying, official i put it on the interwebs so we're gonna do a zoom yes. tomorrow night because mm-hmm. today is the 30th and tomorrow is the 31st we just did a whole calendar <laughs> look yeah uh, so tomorrow <laughs> 8 p.m our time pacific mm-hmm. standard time yes uh we're gonna pop on zoom there'll be a link on instagram and twitter mm-hmm. um i think that's pretty much where just go and, to those places. Oh, I'll put them in the show notes, too. And in the show yeah. notes. Um, it'll just be a Zoom link, and we're just going to be on from, like, 8 till like, 1230, so we can do maybe, like, an East Coast celebration. Yeah. And Chicago celebration. Yeah, I think Kim worked midnight. it out that we'll, we'll hit all um, the... At least for, like, yeah, the states. And then, um, yeah, we're just going to hang out so you can pop on whenever you want, say hey. We're going to yeah. chat. We won't be performing. Don't expect anything from us. Nope. We're going to be a thing. so boring. We're just uh, going to hang out. We're just going to sit there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then we can kind of, you know, meet some people, meet each other. Sam, Sammy's meet Sammy's. Yeah. Um, you, you get, and we're just going to, we're going to like, you know, make some drinks and maybe do some woo-woo shit, play some mm-hmm. games. Yeah, maybe do some ritualistic shit mm-hmm. for the new year. Yeah. Burn some shit. Fucking it's going to be great. Write intentions. I don't know. We'll see. Pull some cards. Yeah. There's something else that I was like, oh, we'll t- oh, and we're giving away prizes to our patrons. That's, yes. We have, we're going to do some drawings. Um, 
I don't even know what all this stuff is because some of it's at Kim's house, some of it's at my house. Yeah, we have to kind of put a log together. I <laughs> I created a Google Sheet oh. for us to log what we have. So far, I've put nothing on it, but the sheet exists, man. The sheet exists, and that's the first step. Uh, it is now an empty vessel that calls forth for the information. Oh my gosh, that sounded like the beginning of a horror movie, an empty <laughs> vessel calling forth. Oh, by the way, Gina holds out. out, tits up. What's the gross thing you're drinking? Oh, like an energy... Thing. Some type of energy drink. I don't know. I'm real tired, so yeah. Trying to pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, guys. Oh no, this is gonna be like crack, maybe on me. Oh, I hope so. Oh my gosh, I miss Kim on crack. Those mm-hmm. were the days. Those were the days that we could be in the same room with each other. Yeah, I remember those awesome days. of that crack from Bali. Uh, but to our like new listeners, we're not talking about actual. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about actual crack cocaine. Just so we're clear. Uh, I forget what it is called, but it was like an energy thing that I got from Bali that like they don't even sell in the States. I really, really <laughs> fucking believe that it is bee propolis, like bee pollen. I think it's I think you said that it's bee propolis and I want you to find it and tell me that I'm right. Do you want me to find it right now? I, know I exactly kind of do. Yeah. What is the bee product in this shit? It is called extra joss active. Right. Yes. Um. It has taurine, extract ginseng, vitamin B2, B3, B5, B6, B8, B9, B12. Lots of bees. Not lots but of bees. Not your pollen. Not mine. Um, royal jelly. And royal jelly. That's the bee stuff. Royal jelly that's is the thing that you can't, I think, get. And, and that's the bee stuff. That's the bee stuff? Yes, royal jelly is from bees. Oh. Well, yes. royal jelly, I think, is the thing that you maybe can't get in the States. Yeah, uh, because... I could be wrong. Well, because bees are endangered, um, I would assume. And because uh, it's royal jelly crack. is... Okay. Right. Royal jelly is a honeybee secretion that is used in the nutrition of larvae as well as adult queens. It is secreted from the glam, glands in the hypopharynx of nurse bees. Cool. Yeah, I knew it. Okay, well, I won my own game that I was playing with myself. Ding <laughs> for you. I don't know Thank about you. Thank you. Uh, um, Kim and I were talking before we got on. I said I have to tell this this story on the episode. We were talking about the documentary that I haven't watched yet. What is it? It's the about... Heaven's Gate one on HBO. <laughs> okay. So I haven't watched it because Eric and I are like watching a lot of stuff that we both want to watch. And he's not into like murder or cults or creepy shit. I know. It's so weird. But I realized that. Group suicide. What a fucking r- psycho. No. Guess what else he's not into watching? Child brides <laughs> and how they come to pass. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're a fucking sociopath. What a fucking loser. <laughs> so we're talking to his uh his friends in Boston. Like guy he's he was in our wedding, guy he's been friends with since like high school. And they're both just like the sweetest people, but like very just normal. Like their parents and they're just like 
genius people. Like they both work for like Harvard and MIT. Went to MIT, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like it's just – they're just – really normal and so like they like me but like I'm definitely normcore yes and like they're kind of like wow is she on B propolis like she's a lot like that's sort of how Uh um so then we're talking and something I don't know what the fuck must have come up but it was just like speaking of this totally normal thing are you guys interested in watching a documentary about child brides and how they come to be in the United States it's a lot of abuse and they were like like you brought that up I brought it up and they were like, no, no. no." And I think it may have been like, well, Thalia turned nine. And I'm like, speaking of nine year olds, (laughs) no, (laughs) it was the crickets were deafening when I said that. Yeah. So moral of the story is I'm going to watch that creepy cult documentary by myself. It's very interesting. It's very interesting as a cult doc connoisseur. Just the... The beginnings of it, of like, it doesn't have the same kind of leadership that most cults have. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm into watching it. I just have to wait till this fucking guy I live with gives me some fucking space. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything else? Should we just dive into this shit? I've got some things. Let's hear some things. Out with it. So um, I just wanted to share, since it's the end of the year... Well, reminiscing 2020's big year. Um, uh, yeah. I was just on my friend's podcast, um, Erica. She's a life coach that I hired like a couple years ago. She's called Hollywood Success Coach. Um, and now she's like become one of my best friends. Like we're both from Philly and stuff. And she's really wonderful um, and very supportive uh, of all people and their dreams. Um but uh, she's the person who, like, really got me into, like, you know, coaching and that's turned me on to, like, a lot of, like, mindset and personal development work, which led into, like, manifest – like, she's the one that, like, got me into manifestation and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm very grateful to her for that. But so she had me on her podcast the other day, which is called um, Hollywood Success Podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it comes out this past – this Monday, basically. Um. <sighs> So like upcoming or it came or in the time that this, what's the date that it came out? <laughs> it came out on. <laughs> my, crack, my crack brain can't think that way. Like, so I, let me look at a calendar. Yeah. So like we're recording on Saturday. It comes out on the Monday, two days from now for us. And then okay. when you listen to this on Wednesday, it came out the Monday, two days ago. Okay. That Got Monday. It. So just the most recent Monday of time for everyone. Um, yeah. That was, uh, that was tough. I mean, what? honestly, you that was, that was, was. tough. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so we talked lots of inspired ideas, inspired strategy and stuff like that. And like a lot, most of it was like around the podcast and stuff, just because so much of it came from like following our joy and stuff like that. And like continuing to do that, you know what I mean? Continuing to just like be completely who we are. And, um, I just don't know that I've ever shared this on the podcast. I I share like on our podcast, right? (laughs) I share how like grateful I am a lot and how much, you know, I love what we do and it's been wonderful in my life, but everyone knows that we're actors as well. And for me, 
there's like very specific forms of fulfillment that I wanted from acting. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was like things I wanted to give, which is like to make people feel not alone. Like Mm -hmm. I'm very aware of like how deep I can feel things and how express how I can easily express them um in creative form and arts forms and stuff like that and I feel like that makes I don't know I watch things and I'm like oh I'm not the only person that's ever felt that way that makes me feel not alone you know so that was a big part of like what I love about acting and the creative expression of it and stuff too and like basically I wanted to like make an impact you know like that Mm -hmm. ultimately is what I wanted and then you want like bigger things because of it because it's like the bigger stuff you do the more impact you can make you know what I mean which is why it's not as fulfilling to go try to sell dog chow in a commercial than it is to like be in an Oscar kind of right uh level movie you know because you're not affecting people exactly so what I have realized over the past two years of doing the podcast I've become way less like I don't really care about acting anymore. I love mm. the art of acting. I love act, doing acting itself, but I could give yeah. a fuck about the business. I could give a right. fuck about being in TV and movies. Like our friends make things and I'm so happy to act in them. Like I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. I love acting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't feel the need to like, like I just don't care anymore. You know what I mean? And the reason is because this podcast has started to fulfill me or has very much been fulfilling me on all the levels that I wanted from acting that I've been pursuing my entire life, um, like fully and completely and in more ways that I could have imagined. I get even more than I, you know, thought that I could have from this. And yeah. it was completely unexpected because we were just doing this to have fun originally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I just wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners um, for your support and for reaching out to us and like telling us like when how we're affecting you yeah because like I just want you to know like how meaningful those messages are to us and like how deeply they impact us because like it is truly like changed my life doing this and it's like been fulfilling on levels I can't imagine on top of it we get to like have full control and be completely us which like you often can't do in acting you know yeah um I get to have fun we get to do what we want no one tells us what to do so there's like all those other levels of fulfillment but mostly it's like that you know I know that I'm here to like spread light into the world and that like this gives me the platform to do so and so I just want to like thank anyone who like lets us know that that is what you're receiving on the other end um, because it really makes me happy and it like makes me want to like keep going. You know what I mean? Besides the fact that I get to just talk to my best friend and have a good time, like we would do that anyway, you know what I mean? But it's like ended up being such a more meaningful, like deeper, deeper, deeper fulfilling thing that this podcast has become. And so just, um, you know, it wouldn't be that without all the little earballs out there. Yeah, thank you for your it. earballs. And I say ditto from me too. <laughs> All the things she said, me too. I had a whole way to say that really planned out and beautiful. And then I 
was asleep and then drank bee pollen. So like, I'm not sure how that came out right now, but um, I think it sounded perfect. I think it sounded great. I also talk about it a lot. If you want to hear more deftly in Erica's podcast, <laughs> um, which comes so, out yeah. two days Next, ago, no matter Monday. what time period you're in. <laughs> so, um, thanks for saying that. Say that as the end of the year and. We're so excited for what this new year brings. We have already something huge planned and other big things planned. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Not to be vague, but you'll know soon. Very, very soon. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Bernsey. That was um, crack cocaine aside. I thought it was eloquent and Thank you. beautiful and well said. <laughs> Thank so, you. Brava. Brava. <laughs> do you do you do you want to hear a movie i would love to hear a movie okay i'm very <laughs> excited about this one Yay. okay so i watched freaky yay uh it came out this year on november 13th friday the 13th yes. and it is starring my um girlfriend boyfriend oh my boyfriend boyfriend Vince Vaughn wait who's the girl in it Catherine Newton um and Vince Vaughn and then the director uh is Christopher Landon but this movie I really liked what he did already but now I have like a newfound trust in him as a director that I'm very excited to like see what else he puts out there um wait who wrote yeah. it uh he wrote it with michael kennedy so here we go dead or alive vince vaughn slash the butcher alive okay millie slash vince vaughn <laughs> um no, no no first one i say dead this one i say alive okay uh, Josh. Alive. Nyla. Alive. Mom. Dead. Sis. Alive. Okay, bitch. What's up, 20, almost 2021? Yes. What the fuck? I even, like, tried to trick you. God damn it. Okay. So, here we go. <laughs> okay, trick me. It's just <laughs> Because I... I don't know. I was just trying to put confusing vibes out at you, I guess. Okay. I don't fucking pay attention to your vibes, bitch. <laughs> no one ever does. <laughs> okay. Freaky. Title card. Wednesday the 11th. We open on uh, four kids hanging out in front of this giant mansion. With, like, a fucking, like, pool-sized fountain in front of it, okay? This looks like a goddamn palace. Wow. And they're all just, like, hanging out together, and uh, Blonde Chick is talking, her name's Ginny, talking about, like, telling a ghost story about the Blissfield Butcher. And uh, Isaac, one of the other kids, kind of, like, inserts himself and he's like he started in 1977 and they're like so it when you say kids you mean teenage uh high school okay oh because you 
I don't not know. like were they children. 10? I don't know. <laughs> no, they were high school. Like high like yeah, high school kids. Are they 19? <laughs> are they 16? Are they 9? <laughs> those are all could be kids. <laughs> True. So, uh they're joking about like if he started in 1977, like what is he like a geriatric killer? And they're like, "No, no, no, like one like the myth is getting mixed up with what actually happened." But what actually happened was this fucking guy went around in the 90s and he killed a bunch of kids during homecoming weekend and then disappeared. And now a new story pops up every homecoming talking about the Blissfield Butcher, but it's all nonsense, basically. So he started in 1979, but he did a bunch of killing in the 90s. That's what she was saying. She was like, people are saying he started in 1977. Like, he didn't. He killed a bunch of people in the 90s. He's not an 80-year-old killer. Like, that's not a thing. So she's just, like, trying to set them all straight, right? And Isaac, who's definitely, like, the douchebag of the the foursome, is like, oh, he's like a geriatric killer. And Ginny comes in and she's like, I mean, honestly, don't underestimate a straight white man's propensity for murder. So... (laughs) And I was like, damn. And so they're just talking about like, you know, now the stories come out that it's all about warning against the dangers of underage debauchery because of all the parties and shit that happen around homecoming. Like that's that's what it is. And Isaac is sitting next to his girlfriend and he kind of like turns to her and like makes her jump. And she like spills beer all over herself. And she's like, Isaac, what the fuck? And so Ginny is like, go inside and get some soda water at the bar. And the other two, so Ginny and her boy, are sitting there just kind of like staring at Isaac. And Isaac's like, what? And they're like, go in. Like, you just spilled beer all over her. Like, go help her. And he's like, oh, yeah. So Isaac then leaves. And so the other two that are still there just start like making out. Mm -hmm. So now we cut to inside. Isaac and... Sandra is the girl's name that got beer spilled on her are inside looking at like all of this like really expensive art like when I say art collector I mean like shit that should be in a museum type of art like Picasso's and shit right and they find the bar and so like Sandra's behind the bar like looking for soda water And Isaac is just, like, snooping around. And he, like, straight up opens, like, an art crate. Like, that he has to, like, crowbar open. What? And just, like, opens it like a fucking asshole. And, like, pulls out this, like, glass box that has, like, an ancient, like, knife that's, like, kind of suspended in it, sort of. And I'm just like, dude, that looks really fucking expensive and you literally just crowbarred it out of a crate like I feel like it's going to be noticeable bro um and so he's like trying to read it crowbars open a box in someone else's home like extremely disrespectful children like it's insane to me so he's like holding it and he's like trying to read like something that it says on the knife and then okay and he's like, Ladola, Ladola. And then he's like holding it and he goes, There's no way to open this. I was like, Correct. What are you doing, bro? What are you talking about? Like, put it down. This is, you don't get to open this. And so Sandra then is like, Are you going to help me? 
because like she I mean, yeah. I don't really know what help you need, but right. I see your point, Sandra. And he just goes, <laughs> not with that attitude. And I'm like, OK, kill him. Break up. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Stab, stab him with that knife. Fucking yeah. shatter the box and stab him with the fucking knife. Off. Like, yes, let's let's get rid of this. He's the douche. worst. Like, start now having respect for yourself, Sandra. Get rid of Isaac. Get rid of this fucker. So then she, like, finishes cleaning off and, like, finds a big bottle of gin in in the bar or whatever. We see that Isaac is now, like, snooping around the rest of the house. And he heads down into what I thought was just a cellar, but it appears to be a wine cellar of, like, obviously extremely fucking expensive wine Mm -hmm. and then also like storage for other art okay so it's like a dusty old basement but it's also like a very expensive dusty old basement and he heads down those myself oh right of course where you keep all your priceless works of art and all of your royal jelly exactly uh, to make your crack with <laughs> bottles and bottles of ancient crack. <laughs> yeah. So he then goes down and he finds a bottle of wine, takes it out of the wine fucking rack. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you're an idiot. You're a complete idiot. And of course, like he hears something behind him and he's like, ah! and drops the bottle and it splatters what everywhere. Is this? douchebag and an incredibly disrespectful piece of shit teenager i can't get over this dude i just can't imagine like you can look at a house and know that shit's expensive you know like you can just walk in and know and the idea of like i want to touch everything but i'd be like i don't have a million dollars to replace this ming vase take fucking money out of the equation who right. gives a fuck? Like, get yeah. the fuck out of my wine drawer. <laughs> like, I don't care. My like, wine what drawer. <laughs> Clearly, Kim is a wine connoisseur. <laughs> Keeps all her wine in a drawer. Oh, my God, that rhymed. Uh, that's why I do it. <laughs> I say sure that every time. I, every time I pull one out. <laughs> connoisseur, connoisseur. What do we have in my wine drawer? <laughs> Oh my god, I love that little poem. That's I, all I'm. Boop. Yep, it's but all I'm yeah, ever gonna like say I when I get wine now. Stop looking at my fucking art that it's I so bought weird. at the horror convention. Stop yeah. buying. Like, stop looking at my wine drawer. Like, it doesn't even matter if it's money. Like, yeah, it's rude. So the house, in case it was uh, unclear, is the girl Ginny, the other uh, yeah girl that. that's outside making out. Yeah, he then is like. In the basement, assuming it's Sandra, and he's like, "Nice one, Sandra. You made me drop it." And I'm like, "Your attitude, sword, Sandra. Him. He's the worst." I'm like, you "She didn't made make me you do drop anything. it. Fuck yeah. off and stop your gaslighting, fucker. You need to sit down and be taught a class about your toxic masculinity. You yes. piece of fucking shit. You made me drop it. You fucking dropped it. You fucking douchebag. Are yeah, you, you weren't even me? supposed. To, you weren't even supposed to be holding it. Take the responsibility for your actions. You piece of shit. Oh, so I need to tie him to a chair and sit him down and have a talking to him. Well, you just wait, my love. <laughs> oh, are so, my dreams about to come true? They are, and then some. Dreams you didn't even know you could dream. <laughs> so he starts picking up the glass, you know, like with his hands. 
and he like stands up <laughs> to like put it on top of I'm what? Just, I'm so sorry. Kedron's like miming a lot right now. Like she was like like baking up glass. She's like, you know, with his hands as compared to like the other way that you pick up glass. Like I with it his was, mouth. Well, it was so she, splattered that I feel like I would like, like scooping with her hands and being very descriptive. The most descriptive you've ever been of picking something I just up. feel like I would like look for a dustpan or like a cloth of some kind. Like it's broken glass and he's just like scoop. No, I mean that is like what I would do as well. Like I would be like, oh, I don't want to cut my hands. But like yeah. just the way you 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 mimed it and described it together. It's very well. I am a professional mimestress. It was very so. special. Thank you. So we did he's take mimology up. in college. Yeah. So he's picking it up and he kind of like you know, like, scoops it and then, like, stands up to, like, put it on top of, you know, the cabinet that okay. the wine was in. Okay. And so he stands up and then his head is grabbed by the back of him. Uh-huh. He's pulled backwards over the wine crate. Uh-huh. And what's looking down over him is just a creepy, like, art mask. Like a, Ooh. like an ancient sort of, like, tribalistic wooden mask. Okay, yes. That's looking down at him. And then the hand... That's attached to the body that's in the mask. In case that was, I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> a lot of the, very detailed description. I know. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> Grabs another wine bottle. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Shoves it yes. neck first uh-huh. into his mouth. Snaps. Down his neck. Great. So we like see <laughs> it bulging. Oof, gross. And then takes his hand and smashes his neck so that the fucking wine bottle. That's one of the best kills I've ever heard. Yeah. Fucking explodes in his neck. So I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm like, that's what you get, Isaac. Your toxic masculinity. to the killer. Good job. Yeah. Johnny holds out, man. Snaps for you. (laughs) Murderer. (laughs) Yeah. So now, cut to upstairs, and Sandra is in a very big, expensive bathroom, mm-hmm. and she hears knocking on the door, and she's like, one minute, and then the knocking gets harder, and she's like, you know, aggro banging on the door isn't going to make me go faster, and then we just hear, like, one bang, mm-hmm. and she's like, what the fuck? So she goes to the door, and... Sin killer, and she's like, ah. Now this bothered me because she immediately like drops to the ground and starts crab scooting back. And I was like, did your knees give out? Like you literally just <laughs> crumbled to the ground and just started she crab walking was, back. She, maybe she was shocked. I guess. I just. I hope that my shock doesn't cause my knees to turn to royal jelly. Because I, 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 I feel like your knees. <laughs> My your, knees, your knees were, are a little wary sometimes. Like I, I know, I, I could see them being royal, royal jelly. To be honest, yeah, my knees turned to royal jelly from getting out of bed. Exactly, so so I might be fucked. Can't imagine. So she like coming in. So she like crab walks back, scoots back, and he's like just edging towards her with like a very. I'm sorry to say this. We'll cover this later. A very sexy gait. Uh, okay, just. There's something about his gait. I, wow, we're really cheering for the killer in this one, are we? We really are. We really are. And then it gets all very confusing because anyway. So 
<laughs> Scooting back, he then she scoots into the toilet and he smashes her head with the toilet seat Ouchies. until she's dead. So we're just hearing banging. Mushies. And then the banging morphs into Ginny getting banged up against the hood of a car. Oh, hey By other dude. And you're going to love Ginny. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Ginny's like the opposite of Isaac. Yeah. So we see her like she's leaning over the hood of the car, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we see her like tap. Like when you're doing self-defense and you like tap to be like, okay, that's enough. Yeah. Kind of thing. And so her boyfriend, blonde guy, stops, whatever the fuck his name is. And he's like, hey, I'm not finished. And Ginny goes, you are taking too long. It's a vagina, not an all-night drive-thru. Ah! And, he's like, <laughs> and he's like, but what about me? And as she's just walking away, she's like, oh, yeah, because guys are always so considerate of the girl. Right. And I was like, where's my bell? Ding, 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 ding. So as this is happening, she she's... Oh, and I wrote, this is pandering to me, and I love it. <laughs> I was like, I'm here for it. <laughs> Truly. So, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> and I'm drinking it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like that, like fucking royal jelly. Give it to me. So we now see that she's like walking away from him across a giant tennis court. Okay. And all of a sudden, and, and he's following behind her like, wait, my dick. And <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, the, f- my dick. <laughs> the floodlights all come on, right? Uh-huh. And they're all like, what? And Ginny turns around, and Killer with Art Mask is standing behind Blonde Dude. And she's like, wait! And before she can say anything, Killer picks up a tennis racket, breaks it over his leg... And shoves it into his head on either side, like those fucking Halloween costumes where you can look like you have a knife in your head. Yeah, yeah. And just like, and then he, like, the kid just like falls over, but like is kind of propped up on the thing. And we just see like blood dripping down the tennis racket. Extremely creative kills. So Ginny starts running and. She, it's just also interesting that the killer is just like, that's who I am. I am an artistic, creative killer. I don't come with a weapon. No. I just... I use what's around me. Yeah. My medium is the earth mm. itself. Mm. Yes. Yeah. He's a real... He's wow. a, He takes his art seriously. He's a renaissance killer. And he doesn't stop there. So she runs in, and she runs into the hearth room, which literally has a hearth going. And she closes these two... <laughs> What? I was just like, yeah, no, I get that a hearth has a hearth. <laughs> but like the fire was lit. Like it was like Great. a flame in a very romantic, beautiful, warm way. I just wanted to like cozy up and drink some tea. So she shuts two glass French doors behind her. Okay. okay? So like you could go from the hearth room out into the tennis courts, basically. Mm-hmm. Shuts them behind her, locks them. Fucking killer just walks through the glass doors oh no just like kool-aid man (laughs) pretty much and i was just like once again why am i so attracted (laughs) to everything that this human does it is not right it's not okay (laughs) i am here for it no and i was just like oh my god bust through my french doors police so he then grabs 
She like keeps running. He then grabs an art javelin, you know, like an uh, the javelin that's in the art room. And sure, yeah, the art javelin, the old art, yeah, art javelin, the old art javelin, and he throws it, misses, so it like sticks in the wall. Right. Okay. Okay. He loses track of her. Um, there appear to be multiple uh, hearth rooms in this room because all of a sudden we're in a new hearth room and we see her um we see her run into a closet okay he didn't see her do that he hadn't come around the corner yet right so she runs into a closet um he then goes into that room suspects she's in the closet opens the door doesn't see her Moves the clothes out of the way. She's gone. So he turns around and starts walking away to look for her somewhere else. We then see that she had gone into a hidden Scooby-Doo door. I knew it. You always have Scooby-Doo doors in mansions. Yeah. And and if you don't, get your money back. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Get your mansion money back. So at this point... Question one, you're in a hidden Scooby-Doo door. He didn't find you. You hear him walking away. What do you do and what does she do? Hmm. Does my Scooby-Doo door go somewhere? Unclear. I I would say based on the fact that there was light that came in with her, perhaps it goes to... A bedroom? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to stay in the walls or wherever the fuck I am. You're going to become uh, a wall person. <laughs> you forever. I'm, I'm yeah. becoming the people under the stairs. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is this is my life now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to stay in the walls and, um, uh, and probably go to like I'm assuming I know where things are in the walls, and so I'm going to go to the sword room and, you know. Ooh, yes, sword the sword room. sword and a gun and a protection situation, and then, like, a fo- the phone room. The phone room. And mm-hmm. Call for help. Guys, if your mansion doesn't have a sword room and a phone room, I'm what just, are you even doing in I your know, mansion just, life? Just assuming if I have multiple hearth rooms, I at least have these things that I, I can get to through the walls. I think that's a fair assumption. What does she do? call for help. Um, she maybe goes out, uh, of the closet. Do I need to say more? (laughs) Okay. Yes. Stay in the fucking closet. (laughs) Stay in the fucking closet until... Forever. Just never leave the closet. <laughs> yeah. You live in the walls now. You live in the walls now. She comes out as, I mean, it's as if she came out like as his last foot was leaving the threshold of the room. <laughs> like it was way too fast. And so she's kind of she's, like. <laughs> she's like, phew, I'm in the clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what was that? She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes out. She's like looking, looking around. For him 
doesn't see him, but then she hears a car driving up. And she's like, Daddy! And she goes to run to the front door. He fucking pops out, just lifts her up, Uh and stabs her onto the javelin on the wall. Oh, shit. Yeah, just he was like, so glad I put this here. Doink! And, like, lifted her up like it was nothing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it was just like, boop. And I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Murder me, daddy. Uh (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So at this point, he takes his mask off. And it's my boyfriend, Vince Vaughn. Right. And he then is kind of like looking around the room. The parents haven't come in yet. It's like a very long driveway. But he sees... The knife that fucking Isaac took out of the fucking crate, just sitting there with a goddamn invitation. Hey, murderer, want this cool knife? Right. So then we kind of hear, like, chanting sounds, like, just sort of, like, you know, in the kind of background. Right. Cut to parents walking in, and they're like, that was a lovely party, ma'am. And then they they turn, and they scream, and they just see their daughter hanging on the wall on a javelin. Oh, sad. Pans over, knife is gone. Okay. Don't don't you or someone we know have a story about hanging out with Vince Vaughn? I wish. I want to say this is very weird, but did I, I hang out with Vince wrong. Vaughn? Maybe it's not you. Well, I feel like I would know if it was you, but I feel like I would know if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like? This could be completely wrong. Why do I feel like it involves a closet? Or am I just literally on royal jelly? Like, I don't know I think know you're on happening. royal jelly. But, like, I want it to be real very badly. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds familiar. That, 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 that happened. Me and Vince Vaughn in a closet. Someone I know hung out with Vince Vaughn. Who? I'll kill him. I don't. I can't remember. Literally. <laughs> Was it me? So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd be so upset. So this brought up some stuff for me (laughs) that I was like, Vince, in my 20s, like you guys only know me as like a happily happily married woman Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. a, I'm literally like tearing up and like my face to a, a happily married woman to a very sweet man, like a very kind man who is just everything that I should be with and the polar opposite of anyone I was attracted to in my early twenties. Yeah. Who I was attracted to was anyone <laughs> with fucking cocky, tall Vince Vaughn piece of shit. Let's yeah. banter till we fuck vibes. Yeah. That, that and it's swag. It, it's it, it, it does something to me still mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, this day. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so it was, Moral of the story is it was uncomfortable watching this with Eric. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, could you leave, could please? You, could you leave, please? Was, and he's like, this is me time. Yeah. He's like, why do you keep calling the killer daddy? And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell him that you're going to watch the Heaven's Date Gate documentary. So he leaves the room like, and then you just watch Freaky by yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's anyway. like. Why are you masturbating to the Heaven's Gate documentary, Ketrin? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your vibrator going. He's I know. like, 
Is she into is she into Kool-Aid suicides now? Yes, that's what I'm masturbating to. Kool-Aid suicides. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So doesn't have a story about that spot from um uh who's he what's it from singing at Yes. I feel like I know a second one. Because he used to come in all the time. Yeah, I think she has a story about him from there. But I know a second story that I really think involves a closet, but I, I can't remember it. So sorry. I'll have to investigate this. We'll postmortem it. <laughs> postmortem the, the gossip I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Someone doing something maybe I didn't remember. Yeah. We're just getting wasted with the spawn. Sorry to say. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it's me. I can't wait to find out. So, <laughs> so forward to us figuring that out. The process yeah. is going to be the most exciting part. Exactly. So knife is gone. Title card. Freaky. Now we see. Oh, we're only at the title. Great. We're 52 minutes <laughs> into this podcast. Yep. <laughs> so then we see a little like. Um, teenager's alarm clock, like a little kitten or something that goes off 7 a.m. And it's uh, uh, our main girl, Millie, is her name, waking up. And we see Thursday the 12th, another title card. Okay. And she goes downstairs. Oh, I thought Ginny was our main girl. Wow. That's exciting. Well, she's hung up on a javelin. I know. That's why I was confused. Right. <laughs> I was like, I was well, movie over. I she's going to come back to life somehow or something. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so her mom, they're eating breakfast. It's just her and her mom. And they're having banana pancakes. And uh, there's, like, mail on the table. And we see that there's, like, one opened letter that's, like, a college. And it says Brookhurst. And, like, her mom looks at it. And Millie kind of, like, covers it up a little bit. And we're like, hmm. Mom, like, looks kind of bummed out, but, like, we don't know what the deal is. Mm-hmm. Then their other daughter comes in, who's a cop, and uh, she sits down, and she's, like, having breakfast with them as well. And the mom is like, isn't this nice? She's like, we haven't done this since dad died. And everyone, like, kind of gets quiet. And then sister cop is like, Millie, are you going to homecoming? And mom is like, nope, she has a date with me. We're going to see Wicked at the Anus Theater. And she's like, it's the Annis Theater, Mom. <laughs> I do love Wicked, though. Yes. Oh, so good. I saw it on Broadway. So Sister Cop is like, seems kind of weird to go see shit regional theater with your mom and Miss Homecoming, which is like Agreed. the biggest holiday in our town. And Mom is like, aren't you supposed to discourage underage drinking? She's like, it's Homecoming. She's like, don't think I don't know what happens. Like, she's like, why are you trying? You're a cop. Why are you trying to get her to, like, go to these parties? And... Mom finally is like, I mean, you want to go with me, right, Millie? And Millie's like, of course. And sister just kind of like rolls her eyes. And then uh, sister cop gets like a, you know, a walkie talkie ping or whatever the fuck. And she's like, she's like, I got to go. And as she's leaving, she like throws something away. And when she like opens the trash can, she looks down. She sees that there's an empty wine bottle in the trash. And sister cop like looks back at mom and mom looks really guilty. And then sister cop like rolls her eyes and leaves. Uh oh. So now we see Millie walking up to school and she is uh, <clears throat> walking along the sidewalk and she sees this sweet little man named Mr. Daniels holding like a black dachshund. And she's like, oh, hi, Mr. Daniels. 
And then her friends pull up, Nyla and Josh, and she like hops into their car and Josh yells out the window. He's like, uh, he's like, I love your black wiener, Mr. Daniels. (laughs) And Nyla is like, Josh. And Josh is like, what? The dog is black and Mr. Daniels is black. And she's just like, whatever. Um, Nyla is also black. Okay. Uh, not a huge fan of Josh's character. I feel like they mm-hmm. try. They were like, he's gay, so we are allowed to make him real salty, mm-hmm. and we're going to make it so that he can get away with stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. It's still kind of toxic. Yeah. Like just because he's gay and sassy right. doesn't mean it's okay for him to say these things. So he has a couple of those lines where I'm like, mm, yeah. we could have cut that. Yeah. So. Nyla and Josh are talking to Millie and they're like, you can't let your mom guilt you into not going to homecoming. And Millie's like, you guys don't even like homecoming. And Nyla's like, well, I have to go for the yearbook. And Josh is like, and I go every year to find all the drunk street boys who realize for a night that they're fluid. And Nyla then says, isn't that kind of rapey? And Josh says, uh, Josh says, yeah, good. I mean, have you seen what's on the menu in this town? And I'm like, again, consent is still consent. Just because it's being joked about by a sassy gay man, still consent. Yeah, yeah, totally. So it was, that was a little weird to me. Uh, Josh is then like, Millie, your crush is going to be there. And her crush's name is Booker. Mm-hmm. And Josh then like peels off and it's just Nyla and she's talking to Millie and she's like, it's been a year since your dad died. And like, I'm not saying you should be over it, but like you can't keep living your life for someone else. She's mm-hmm. like, I get it. You don't want to hurt your mom, but like you can't let life pass you by while you were busy being everything to everyone but you. Oh, good friend. Nyla's great. So now we see Millie in the hallway, walking down the hallway, and she's like very meek. Um, she's got a very sort of like nerdy reality bites Winona Ryder kind of style. Okay. Janine Garofalo kind of style. Yep. And some asshole like barks at her is like oh, roo, 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 to like scare her. And then okay. does like the straight boy woo. You know where yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. woo! Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so <laughs> teenagers are so stupid. They're so stupid. <laughs> I hate that straight guy woo. It's the worst. So then she's, like, putting something in her locker, and then this other girl that you immediately know is the popular girl comes up, and she's like, Millie, hi. And Millie is like, hi, Ryler. And I'm like, of course your fucking Ryler. name is Ryler. <laughs> Such. Oh, it is obviously God. your name is Ryler. Ugh. And so Ryler is like, I love your dress. She's like, did you get that at whatever, Dress Barn? And Millie is just like, doesn't say anything, and she's like, I think I saw it in the window there. I wasn't shopping there. I just had to go in to pee. Did you use your mom's discount? Like, just being a cunt Ugh. and being like, <laughs> well, you look soups adorbs and like walks away. Oh, gosh. So now <sighs> they leave. She's still at the locker. They're so mean. They're so fucking mean. So They're mean. so fucking mean. Ugh. Um, so as they walk away, there's, like, a boy a couple lockers down, and he, like, shuts his locker, too, and just kind of, like, smiles at her, and she blushes. Oh, is that And we can tell. It's Booker. Yeah. So now we cut to shop class. 
And there is some varsity dick. Now, when I say varsity dick throughout this, I am talking about one of five varsity dicks. (laughs) Sure. But it doesn't matter. They're all the same. They're all the same. So some varsity dick is showing like a doghouse that he built. Millie then comes in late. And we see that the shop teacher is none other than Cameron from Ferris Bueller. Alan Ruck himself. Playing a real piece of shit. Great. Fantastic. So she comes in and Cameron is like late again. And she's like, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. She's like very mousy. And Cameron is like, I doubt that. And so we realize that like her seat is next to Booker. Like that's her assigned seat in shop class next to Booker. And he like leans over and he's like, hey, pro tip. I always set my watch five minutes ahead. It works every time. Oh, look at you, sweet little Booker. He's so sweet. And he just like very genuine, like very much like I want to help you. Yeah, that's what I do. So then uh, Cameron claps for Varsity Douchebag in his doghouse. And then he says, okay, Millie, your turn. And Millie looks up and she's like, you said I was presenting on the 16th. And he's like, once again, Millie is holding up the class. Once again, she's unprepared. And I'm like, what a dick teacher. I'm like, you said she was presenting on the 16th. If it's not the fucking 16th, what's your fucking problem? Right. So she's like, can I just do it on the 16th? And Cameron is like, speak up. Your crocodile tears don't excuse your poor planning. And I'm like, you're a bad teacher. Wow. You're a bad teacher. You said the 16th. She'll present it on the fucking 16th, asshole. So at that moment, everyone in the class gets an alert on their phone about the 14s found dead at the mansion. Okay. So now we cut to Nyla and Millie. Uh, in the theater, like on the stage, mm-hmm. just like hanging out. <laughs> you know those theater kids. Oh, yeah. And at this point, like Josh busts in and he's like, it's a slaughterhouse. And he's just like in it for the gossip. <laughs> <laughs> and he like holds up in his, on his phone and it's Ryler on Instagram or TikTok, <clears throat> whatever the fucking kids are on. And it's her crying. And she's like. Ginny was like my best friend. Right. And Josh is like, she didn't even fucking know Ginny. Like, she's just trying right. to capitalize on this. Yeah. Yeah. And Nyla's like, they'll have to cancel homecoming. And Josh is like, no fucking way. It's like it's like Christmas in this town. They're never gonna cancel homecoming. So now we cut to the big homecoming game. And the mascot is like dancing. Yay for the team. And it's like a big bear with like the big mascot feet. And someone throws a soda can at the mascot Mm -hmm. and the mascot takes off its head and we see that it's Millie. And then Millie, she's the mascot. (laughs) And so it was like some varsity dicks that like threw the bottle and like three of the varsity dicks like look over and they're like, not so bad if you brown bag her face. She's doable. (sighs) I want to stab you with a javelin. But there's also that, it's that Hollywood trope where it's like, this girl is gorgeous. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like, whatever. It's like, either to me, I'm like, either cut that line or have it, (laughs) not even wearing glasses. She doesn't even wear glasses. 
Um, but I'm like, just cut that line. Like, have her be mean to. There's lots of ways for teenage boys to be mean to girls. Don't make it about that she's like ugly because then every girl that's watching this thinks that like that's the standard of ugly and how are they going to feel anyway off my soapbox (laughs) i mean i think also though you could say that teenage boys or boys in general would say that to any like you know what i mean to anyone to beautiful girls just to make them feel bad like you know what i mean or like yeah like the girls they're making fun of because they're dorks or whatever you know and that's just like a thing to say so like that's true like their insult doesn't have to make sense necessarily yeah yeah so cut to the three of them leaving and like you know the whole everyone is filtering out of the stadium and uh uh nyla and josh are like you know i don't like you don't have to do this like why why are you the fucking mascot like you're just abused every day right yeah and millie is like extracurriculars look really good on college applications Mm. so uh they're like oh your mom's not here yet do you want to ride and millie is like no she'll she'll be here it's fine so the three of them do this like really intricate handshake that the three of them have to say goodbye and it's really cute and i was like Need to write handshake for <laughs> yes. me and Kim. Postmortem. So, yep. We'll create a, a handshake for a postmortem. So excited. We did that for the um, Emily Blackwell's uh, little. Oh, that's right. For thing, her little. Sh- yeah. For her pilot of uh, Well Fed that we did. And it was so much fun. Like it took forever to like learn it. But then we. Yeah. Because we were supposed to be like old like college friends basically. Right. So we were like, hey. And then like. Really fun. <laughs> I love it. So postmortem, Kim and I are creating handshake. Can't wait. So now we cut to time has passed and Millie is sitting on the bench alone in her mascot costume, holding the head with like the big giant mascot feet. And she's texting her mom. We then cut to her mom's phone buzzing. On the coffee table, and it pans over, and her mom is laying on the couch, uh-huh. passed out, drunk. Oh, drunk. Oof. So at that moment, um, sister cop comes home and finds mom on the couch, sees the phone buzzing, and is like, God damn it. Mm. So now we cut back to Millie, and we hear the like, boom, 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 of like your phone about to die. Right. It was perfect impression. <laughs> <laughs> Literally never heard that song from my phone, but okay. Sure. It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> and so she's like, fuck. And then at that moment, <laughs> it really does make, it's like, vulnerable boom. Anyway. Anyway. When it's about to die? Yeah. It makes a, mine makes a sound. Never heard I don't it. know. Anyway. So sister cop calls her and is like mom's passed out and Millie's like, can you come get phone dies? Hmm. So now she's like, fuck. Now all of the floodlights go out. Yeah. <laughs> and she starts singing. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Millie. <laughs> Just <laughs> real nervous. Oh no. And then she looks across the foggy parking lot. Don't know where the fog came from, but it sure was spooky. And there's a dude with a knife and a mask on. And a sexy gait. 
and a sexy, sexy fucking cane. And he's just like so tall. Like he's just, there's so much of him in all the right places. Anyway, moving right along, she's like, she's like, oh my God, please don't be the butcher. Please don't be the butcher. Please don't be the butcher. And then she's like, my sister will be here any second. She's a cop with a gun. (laughs) And uh, he just keeps standing there in the fog. And then he starts walking towards her. And I wrote, and I'm so attracted and terrified. (laughs) (laughs) And so she starts running. But, like, she's got her big mascot feet on. Yeah, yeah. And so she runs, like through a locked fence you know how they'll be like locked with yeah. a chain but it's like you can kind of squish through. through so she squeezes through and he just walks up to it and just kicks it open just like with like no problem <laughs> just like he just like kicks down uh-huh. her defenses it was um just effortless <laughs> um <laughs> okay got it yeah so she runs and she hides under the bleachers. So it's like the steel bleachers, but then there's like banners that kind of hang down on either side of it. Okay. So it's like it's you can't just look and see her. And she's like crying. And I'm like, you are crying too loud, bitch. Like, quiet down. And then she does. She like covers her mouth. And I was like, okay, good girl. And we hear footsteps above her on the bleachers. And then she hears him walk away above her. So she comes out of the banner, and I'm like, once again, you Stay live in the, in the bleachers walls. now. You live in the bleachers. Stay in the walls forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she hears, she like comes out and like peeks out of the banner, and he jumps down right in front of her. So now she's like booking it across the field, but she's in her big fucking mascot feet. So she's like, put him, put him, put him, put him, put him. And he's just like, I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. And I was. <laughs> and and wow, so. I didn't know that this was a porn. It is. So he like tackles her to the ground. Um. Uh, like catches up to her very easily because she's got monster feet and he's like on top of her and then we see thunder and lightning and then he like holds the knife up in the air and we see that there's like a skull on the end of it and it glows red and he's like about to stab her and she kind of like rolls a little bit so it like stabs her like in the shoulder like right here okay so not a death blow by any means and he like backs up after he stabs her and he like goes like this And, like, his shoulder is bleeding. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what the fuck? And then we hear, get away from her! And the sister is standing on the bleachers, and she, like, fires into the air. He runs off. Sister comes over to her and, like, calls for an ambulance. And Millie is like, it hurt him, too. The knife, it hurt hurt him, too. And and sister cop is just like, shh. And the knife is on the ground next to her. Mm Mm-hmm. So we cut to her in shock at the station. And for the purposes of storytelling, please assume that this is like a very small police station. Like the night shift at the station, there may be one or two cops. You know what I mean? Like it's not like an L.A. police station. I assumed since homecoming is the biggest thing that this the high school homecoming is the biggest thing this town has. Exactly. I've already picked up on that. Good deduction. 
<laughs> so we're kind of in slow-mo and like the camera's just on her and everyone is kind of like moving around her while she's really still and it's like kind of in slow-mo and like voices are very like whoa, 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 whoa. yeah it. and sister cop is giving her a drink she uh and then we hear that millie is like kind of replaying um a convo about a psycho killer on the loose like remembers hearing it and then reliving the stabbing and then mom comes in and she's like super sobby and extra in a way that like mm-hmm. millie then is like comforting her yeah. oh, you know God. Someone who's just, like, toxic and an addict in that way and, like, makes it about them. And also, it's, like, literally this happened because you got drunk. Right, Like, yeah. this oh, wouldn't have just, happened. Oh, God. So, and then we kind of see, like, another cop, like, walk by and he's got, like, the knife in an evidence bag that then gets locked into, like, an evidence locker that's just, like, in the police station. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the evidence locker right there. It's, like, there. And then, so that's, like, locked into there. So now, and Millie, like, sees it. So we cut to Millie at home in the tub. Gorgeous tub. Ball and claw feet. Tell me everything. It's one of those, like, old-fashioned looking tubs. So, like, you can really fill the water, like, Mm. up to your shoulders. Yeah. And, like, bubbles. And it's just, mm, it's gorgeous. I love it. Gosh. And... So that's, Millie's that's in my hearth. That's that's my that is your heart. Porn. I'm that's like, right. tell me about tell me about this bathtub. I mean, this porn is something for everybody. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my bath daddy. <laughs> my bath daddy. Hey, bath daddy. <laughs> we got hearth daddy, bath daddy, <laughs> Vince daddy, <laughs> killer daddy. So sis, uh, Millie's in the tub, and she we hear mom. And sister cop arguing downstairs, Mm -hmm. um, being like, you were drunk and didn't pick her up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Millie, like, puts the washcloth over her face just to, like, drown everything out. So now we cut to her in bed. And we just hear all these, like, chanty, scary voices and just her, like, tossing and turning. Okay. And there's a storm outside. And she's, like, dreaming of the knife, tossing and turning. And then we see the clock, 1159, midnight. Changes to midnight. Okay. Cut her waking up, and she's just, like, really dazed. Like, feels, like, hungover almost. And she's, like, looking around her room, and we see, like, a Panic at the Disco poster. And I'm like, Uh are they back? Or did this town just get Panic at the Disco? (laughs) Like, how small is this town? No, she's Um, just into the oldies. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) why did you have to say it like that why are you attacking me i'm so sorry (laughs) so she's looking around the room and she like slowly gets up and then mom comes in and is just like extremely extra and just being like how are you doing are you good how are you i'm overcompensating because i'm guilty like just totally like i made pancakes blah 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 mom and like Go to a meeting. Chill. Get some help. Right. Stop taking this out on me. And so Millie is just like staring at her and just kind of like spits out her retainer, like without touching it. She just is like <laughs> and like spits it out on the floor and it like okay. drops to the floor. And mom's just like, OK. She's like, how's your shoulder? And Millie's like, oh, and like touches her shoulder. No wound. There's nothing there. Whoa. 
Um, and so mom is like, let's get manicures today. And Millie like looks at her hands and says nothing. And she's like, I made your favorite breakfast and then leaves. Millie then picks up a photo on her nightstand that's like Millie and her dad, we can presume. Yeah. And then she goes over and looks in the mirror and is looking at herself and grabs her <laughs> boobs. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, there we go. Secretly, I was like, oh, my God, Vince Vaughn is touching my boobs. <laughs> um, so now we cut to terrifying murder shack. Okay. Yep. It's like this old mill. It's like if the family in Texas Chainsaw Massacre lived in an old mill in this town. Great. Okay. Okay. So we've got like things hanging from the ceiling. Sure. And like a toilet in there that is just filled to the brim with poop. Ugh. Just so much poop. And it's just like a gross old disgusting mattress. You can see the mattress. It's yucky. I and seeing it all. Vince wakes up and is like, where am I? Why do I sound like that? And he's like <laughs> talking to himself. And he starts like looking around and he's fucking terrified. Like he's in a murder mill. Like it's so right. terrifying. Yeah. And he like turns and screams at his own reflection. <laughs> and then it's just Friday the 13th. Right. So I think this I wrote toilet is the grossest. That's like when I saw the horrible toilet. And he's like talking to himself and he's like, you are hallucinating. You're totally hallucinating. And then this kook comes in and he's like, do you have any jelly beans? And <laughs> Vince is like, no jelly beans. I'm assuming those are drugs. Um, I don't have drugs. I'm not really a drug person. And he's like, quick question. Do I look like a petite blonde about 5'5"? Five five? And the kook is like, he's like, the fuck you don't have drugs? Give me what you're on. And she's like, no, no. And like Vince like runs away and the kook like rushes him and is like, give me the jelly beans. I'll suck your dick. Like, and she's just like, no, thank you. <laughs> okay. okay. So this is where I realized it's confusing because I just said she and Vince and he. Okay. But I mean, I, I, I understand the premise. So. Right. I'm just saying I like you. if I, if feel free to ask because okay. yeah. So now we cut to Millie at the breakfast table and she's just kind of pushing her food around and not speaking and mom is overcompensating and starts cutting up pineapple behind her on a cutting board mm -hmm. with like a giant knife and it's just like chop 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 and I'm like first of all that is not the right knife for chopping and it's just like real juicy like you like it and Millie is just like watching the giant knife mm. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, I forgot the syrup. So she comes over and, like, puts a bunch of syrup, like, all over Millie's plate. Millie, like, takes picks up a piece of bacon, takes, like, a really slow bite of bacon. And then just starts, like, shoving food in her mouth. And I'm just like, you've eaten before. Like, you're a psycho killer. Like, why do you not use forks? Like, why are you – I guess maybe he's hungry. Why isn't he eating? he eaten? lives in a murder shack. Maybe he doesn't get to eat like that much. The home-cooked meal he's home, getting right home now. Home-cooked meal. I don't, I yeah. don't know. I've just never been so hungry that I want to, like, sh shovel, shovel it with my with hands. hands. Yeah. Yeah, but you've um, never lived in a murder shack either. So I don't, I don't honestly, know what the kitchen is like in there, you know? Yeah, and honestly, that's my privilege talking 100%. is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Check it. So mom goes to the door. It's the mailman. And the mailman is like, I was going to leave it in your box, but I just wanted to check on you. Like, I heard about what happened. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a small town. And mailman is like, how how is Millie? And mom is like, she's in shock, it looks like. Because her behavior is weird, but like right. her mom doesn't yeah. know. So now we cut to Millie in the kitchen and she's like looking at her own reflection in the knife. Yeah. I mean, and I could definitely say that like I haven't had a stab wound before that made me want to shove food into my mouth with my hands. Right. But yeah. That, that, that behavior would be odd. Would be strange. <laughs> so looking at her reflection in the knife, sister cop comes in to the kitchen and is like, mom, it smells like a fucking Denny's in here. Like she's just annoyed that her mom is clearly overcompensating okay and comes into the kitchen and like very sweetly is like hey like kind of like why are you awake sort of thing to millie right and millie is just standing there staring at her holding the knife and sis is just like okay whatever like you're weird so she turns around to like get coffee and millie just starts walking towards her with the knife mm-hmm. and is right about to stab her and mom comes in and goes I'll get that honey and just like grabs the knife out of her hand and like keeps chopping the pineapple <laughs> and I was like mom you need to observe your surroundings like something is not right so mom is like go get some rest Millie doesn't say anything she's like you're not actually considering going to school are you and we just see Millie go school cut to the town and it is photos of Vince Vaughn drawings of him plastered everywhere all over the town and Vince is just walking down the street like oh fuck and someone IDs him like walks past him and IDs him and like just stares at him and that's when he's like oh fuck like I look like the I I'm the butcher like I look like him right so he starts like running and then he trots up to Mr. Daniels and he's like, Mr. Daniels, Mr. Daniels, I have to talk to you. Obviously, Mr. Daniels is like fucking terrified and starts like backing up. So then Vince backs up and backs up into a woman and is like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And like knocks her over because he's like a giant yeah, yeah, and like doesn't know his own strength. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And the woman starts screaming and being like, it's you. And she's like, ah. And then Vince is like, ah. And, it's, <laughs> and he like runs away. So is Mr. Daniels the shop teacher? No, Mr. Daniels is the one with the Hi Mr. Daniels, I love your black wiener. Uh, okay, it's him. okay. He's just like a sweet old man. Uh that clearly like walks his dog at the same time every morning right there. So cut to Millie walking creepily around her room, looking in the closet and like hates all the clothes. So then we see her go into her sister's closet. And pulls out a red leather jacket. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So now we cut to Millie slow-mo walking into the school, like, through all of the confetti from homecoming and past the cheerleaders, just walking in slow-mo. And it's just like, que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. And then it, like, morphs into, like, a heavy metal thing. And, like, she's walking past all these dudes and they're all just like, boner to the face, boner to the face, boner to the face, as she walks by. And... Nyla and Josh like walk up alongside of her and she doesn't respond and they're like are you okay and then Ryler comes up and she's like oh my god smile for insta and then Nyla and Josh are like Ryler fuck off but Millie 
then tells Nyla and Josh to fuck off. But like, not in full sentences. So basically what she's, the words she said so far are school and fuck off to Nyla and Josh. So then Ryler starts talking to her and being like, oh my God, yeah, we have to get rid of those losers. And she's like, I hear that you were, you saw the butcher or whatever. Like he got stabbed by you. You have to tell me everything. Oh, so Ryler wants to be friends with her now because she's like, okay, getting attention for being stabbed. And then Ryler starts talking about, she's like, oh my God. And he's like, so ugly. Like, did you see those pictures of him? Like, he's not ugly. (laughs) He's fucking (laughs) like rugged and gorgeous. And insulted you, Catherine. Yeah, it's um, super rude. And so Ryler follows Millie. No, I'm sorry. So then Millie, like, grabs Ryler's hand and is like, take me somewhere private. And Ryler is like, so you can tell me everything that happened? Yes, let's go. So now we cut to Vince, and he's, like, hiding in some bushes as, like, cops drive by. And then he, like, stands up and smells himself. And he's like, oh, I smell like hot dog water. Ew. <laughs> you don't even smell like hot dogs? You smell like oh, hot, hot dog, dog water? water? Blorf. What a great description, though. So, and I, I'm like, I can smell it. Yeah. I know what that smells like. <laughs> so then she, uh, he, like, gets up and just, like, runs straight into a branch. And he's like, ah! Because he's too tall. Oh, he's like, he's too tall. <laughs> Yeah. So he's like, fudge. And then he like runs across the street. He's like, I'm a giant. I'm a giant. I'm a giant. (laughs) (laughs) And like runs into the school. And I was like, what is. So runs into the school. So now we cut to Ryler and Millie in the locker room. And Ryler is like, tell me everything. And she's like, did he, you know. I'm like, please don't make people talk about their trauma for Instagram, Ryler. Um, yeah. And she's like, I've seen SVU. So like, I know the signs. Oh, I'm like, you're trash. So at this point, (laughs) Millie just picks up a fire extinguisher Uh and then just kind of like puts it down. (laughs) Okay. And then slowly comes over and just kind of like holds Ryler's hair, like just kind of like touches her hair. (laughs) And Ryler is like, are you... I mean, it's fine if you are. And then Millie kind of like pulls her hand away really fast. And Ryler is like, whatever. I mean, I'm not down here to clam jam with you anyway. When you decide that you want to tell me what happened, I'll be here. And she's like, I'm going to pee. You better spill the tea when I'm done. So Ryler like goes into the bathroom stall. So now we cut to Ryler in the bathroom stall and she hears something. And she's like, hello? And she comes out of the bathroom stall and she's like, Millie? And then we hear the shower going. She looks in the shower and it's Vince Vaughn showering, just being like, <laughs> and Ryler is like, fuck. So she leaves and like runs into Millie and she's like, is he, the butcher, he's here, he's here, he's here. And Millie is like, hide. And she's like, where do I hide? And Millie is like in here and she throws her into like a cryo freeze machine. I'm like, that sorry. You, that apparently is at this at school. The small town high school. I guess. I mean, their their biggest event is the homecoming. So I guess like the football team would have like state of the art cry, cryotherapy, I guess. OK. I don't know. 
So shoves her into the machine, <laughs> and like Ryler, their biggest event should be cryo time together. That's yeah, that's that's, that's impressive. Yeah, and so Ryler's like, "Is this safe?" And Millie goes, "No," and shuts the door and turns it all the way up and walks away. Oh, meaning like the coldest. coldest. So we see that it like is like to negative four hundred so all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> But you have to turn uh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and we hear Ryler screaming, obviously inside, and Millie walks away. So now we cut to Vince coming out of the shower, and he's just like, "Oh, so much better." And so we cut to him hearing beeping, and he's okay. like, "What is that?" And he walks into the room where the cryo oh. machine is, and he's like, "What the?" And he opens it, and Ryler is frozen, oh. holding a phone ah. to her ear. And he's like, what the? And, like, starts screaming. Ryler falls forward and shatters everywhere. <laughs> what? Like, fucking, fucking Terminator Sh- 2 style? <laughs> shatters. Shatters I'm going to need you to do some postmorteming. Yeah. A- ha- at what temperature <laughs> does <laughs> one shatter like a wine bottle? Into bits. Like yeah. Terminator 2. Yes. Um, a-, a, that... B is that even possible from a cryogenic? Is it not cryo? I'm. I don't know what it term, is. The cryogenic. No. Cryogenics is when you like are dead and they and put your head on ice to or save something you forever. Yeah, but the the I think it's like cryotherapy. Cryo something. Okay, what's that? Co- B. What's it called? C. <laughs> is it possible? D. Do high schools have do high schools have it? Yeah, <laughs> like, I've got so much. I, we're gonna do a lot. We're gonna learn do a the lot whole thing. about it and postmortem because yeah, I've I've got so many questions. I'll do the whole thing, the whole shebang. Um, this is uh, I just wanted to share since we just mentioned that um, Emily's well-fed pie. Oh yeah, that uh-huh. we did the handshake for. I was like, my phone was like, we just took a pee break and my phone was like blowing up. Um, they just announced that Well Fed won the Audience Choice Award at the LA Comedy Film Festival. Fuck yes! Yay, That's snaps. amazing! Good for you! That's so exciting. Good for Emily. I'll send her a text saying, congrats. So exciting. Uh, so, cracks open. Postmorteming, frozen bodies. Okay. <laughs> My brain went so many places with cracks open because I was like, first I was like, like the cracks here, who wants some? Oh. The cracks open, and, and then, then you were like, like, but then something got cracked open, but then I was like, what got cracked open? Like cracking open a beer, kind of thing. Like, my I was like, legs got did, cracked open what? every time Vince Vaughn was what on. Are we t- <laughs> exactly? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's up. Um, uh, I was like, where are we going with this? Okay, her body cracked open, Terminator Two style. Yes. Into pieces. Cracked into Many bits. pieces. Okay. Yes. Many pieces. So now we cut to the school hearing an announcement that homecoming is canceled due to the curfew that's just been put on the town. The fucking biggest event of the year. Yeah. And we see Millie walking down the hallway as she hears this. Now we see that Cameron comes out of the shop and is like, why aren't you in class? And so we cut such a dick. So we cut to Millie walking slowly into shop class and she sits down next to Booker and Booker very sweetly is like, hey, you are you okay?" 
And Millie just like stares at him and he's like whittling something like at, as this is happening. So like Millie's just staring at him and he like kind of cuts his finger and he's like, ah, and she grabs his hand and sucks the blood out of his finger. <laughs> Whoa. And Booker is just like boner to the face, <laughs> I think. And <laughs> and some like varsity douchebag is like, no, no, no. Yeah. Boner to the face. That. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he's just like hot. Not Booker, the varsity douche. And Cameron then from the front of the classroom goes, God damn it, Millie. He's like, if you spent less time flirting, you might make something of yourself. And I'm like, you Why should be fired. Why does teacher hate uh, women? I do not know. But he's so fucking mean to her, like actual verbal abuse. And I'm like, why do you still work with children? So Millie just stares at him. Cut to Nyla and Josh in the theater being like, Millie is being so weird. At this point, Vince busts in and is like, you guys, don't be scared. And Nyla and Josh run. Of course. Obviously. He corners them and is like, guys, it's me. Nyla kicks him in the balls and runs off. And Vince goes, balls. Oh, God, I have balls. I have balls. (laughs) So. It's got to be an interesting feeling. Yes. Like, I know what I would do. As soon as I sprouted a dick, I'd be like, let's take this thing for a test let's drive. stick it in places. Anything. Let's stick it in literally anything. So uh, keeps chasing them. And he's really bad at running because, like, one, body's he's, like, too big. his body's too big. And also he's, like, 50-something. Like, his body is old. And he's used to being a teenage girl. Right. So running through the kitchen, so like the cafeteria kitchen, Vince is chasing them. Josh is like yelling to Nyla as they're running, like, you're black, I'm gay, we're dead. Uh Yeah. And then the lunch lady like sees them running and like runs away. And Vince like corners them and is like, guys, please, I'm not going to hurt you. It's me, Millie. And at this point, Josh like throws a tray of tater tots at him. And Uh Vince is just like. Really? And, like, they just keep running. And they're, like, running and they're, like, wait, how does he know our names? Nyla then, like, picks up a broom and just, like, starts hitting Vince. Vince then throws her across the room and is, like, oh, shit, I'm, like, really strong. Right. And so they keep running through the kitchen and they're just, like, chucking things at him. And he's, like, using like a tray as a shield and is like trying to get them to just like back up. And he starts just like going like this, like just being like back up, like just trying to create a radius. And he's like, I'm not trying to hurt you. And he's like, if I was, would I drop my weapon? And he like drops the tray or like a spatula, or like whatever the fuck he's holding, uh-huh. drops it. Nyla and Josh look at each other and then they just like keep hitting him. Right, of course. So he then like, almost picks up Nyla and, like, throws her into a table. And we, like, see her back, like, snap on a table. (sighs) And she, like, falls to the ground. And, uh, and, and Vince is just like, stop hitting me! Hitting is not okay! And Josh (laughs) then, like, jumps on his back. Nyla then goes to hit Vince with the pan, 
but hits Josh instead, who's like now stunned. So now they're both just like, ugh. So question two, you are Vince. Right. Millie. What do you do and what do, what does he, she do? Can't take, can't take, can't take, hand in hand, can't take. I was hoping yes. and praying you would ask me that question. I was like, do the handshake. It's our secret handshake that only we know. Yes. So he doesn't, he eventually does that. He doesn't start there, but he says, he stands there. They're all like kind of staring at him. And then he just starts doing a cheer. So he's like, go high school and get that goal and shake my butt. And here I am. And like, but it's Vince Vaughn doing it. And it was delightful. And I wrote physicality is really good because what Vince is doing, and I think I say this later, he's not... Oh, I wrote, we're laughing because he's a big galoot, but not because he's making fun of being a girl. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, he did a really, really good job. Oh, good. Like, he's playing it straight as a teenage girl and just letting the humor be that he's Vince Vaughn. So then Josh is like, okay, what's your favorite movie? And Vince says, I tell people it's Eternal Sunshine, but it's Pitch Perfect too." And then... Nyla's like favorite TV show and she's like Sabrina and then snack and he's like triple berry gushers guys come on and Josh then says okay who's your biggest biggest crush and Vince goes Booker Hooker (laughs) calls him Booker Hooker and then he's like shake bitches does the handshake and they're like what the fuck and so now Nyla and Josh are like oh my god and Vince is like I know and he's like I'm like I really need a friend right now and like you guys are just like hitting me and like they're all like laughing (laughs) (laughs) and uh they all hug so now we cut to them in the bathroom all together Vince is peeing and he's telling them who are on the other side of the stall he's like he stabbed me, but he got hurt, too, in the same place. And he's like, pink standing up is kind of fun. <laughs> and Josh is like, Millie, focus. And Vince is like, right, right, right. And he's like, last night when I was asleep, I kept hearing La Dola, La Dola. And he's like, this is like three gallons of pee. This guy's bladder is huge. <laughs> and then Josh on the other side of the door is like, is everything huge? And uh... Nyla's like, and Nyla's like, Josh, you focus. And Josh is like, you know, this is the boys' room, right? And Nyla's like, she's got a dick and you're wearing Chanel 5. I think we're past labels. And I was like, <laughs> cute. Um, so now we cut to Millie standing there and she's going like this. And we just hear the dick slapping back and forth on her thighs. <laughs> and she's like, it's like a floppy anteater. <laughs> it's really cute. So Josh then holds the phone over the stall door with pictures on it and Vince is like yep that's it like pictures of the knife he's like is it this how does and Josh have pictures of the knife he googled Ladola. like she he was like oh. I kept hearing Ladola, and okay. it's a knife and so like he's like is it this and like googles it and she's like oh my god that's it and so the reading is like it's an ancient Aztecian dagger used in ritual sacrifice and then they're like oh the inscription on the knife is in Spanish no one can translate it even though Nyla's like Josh, you've taken French for seven years. And I'm like, whoa, just because you've taken a foreign language for seven years doesn't mean you can speak a word of it, okay? <laughs> so but, Vince is... But he took French. Uh, sorry, I was saying uh, that was a Freudian slip. I took French. He took Spanish. 
It's like you took Spanish for that makes I, 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 I had a little Freudian slip there. Okay. I got a little upset. I was um, like, yeah, no, if he took French for seven years, he, of course he can't, can't, yeah, can't exactly. take the Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Vince is like, let's go ask the Spanish teacher. So we cut to the Spanish teacher. And she is speaking Spanish as she, like, reads this and then just gets, like, really annoyed that none of them know what she's saying. And she's just like, you've been in my class. Like, what the fuck? And she's like, so then she says in English, she's like, it says that if the sacrifice doesn't work, then the two souls are swapped and the change is permanent after 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we cut to the bathroom stall and it's been sitting in the boys bathroom stall and he's like looking at all the words all the shit written on there so it's like my anus is bleeding and whatever the fucking drawings and vince is like why were boys right in the bathroom stall apparently it was right there and it was like a bloody anus with a face on it and i was like what are you guys doing in there what are you doing in there why (laughs) some vince is like sitting on the toilet and he's like, boys are so gross. And then we see, like, obviously, like, the shocker, like, right. drawn on yeah. there and stuff. And then we see Millie Kessler is a cock gobbler. And Vince is like, oh. I am not a cock gobbler. Oh. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> and then we hear someone come in to the bathroom and, like, bang on the stall door and is like, hurry up, loser. I've got to take a dump. Vince then stands up over the stall and can, like, see over the stall door. And stupid varsity douche number five is just like, oh, I'm really sorry, sir. And it was one of the kids that, like, barked at her in the hallway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, so he comes out of the stall and lifts the kid up against the wall. Yes, girl. And is like, if you mess with Millie Kessler again... I am going, you're going to wish that your stupid, buggy, wormy face was never born. But like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so the kid starts peeing and Vince is like, are you peeing? Ew. And like drops the kid. So I was like, oh, God, that would be so cathartic. Like if I just had a big, giant body for a day, I would just, oh, man, the vengeance I would enact on everyone. So. Now we cut to the three of them walking down the hall, meaning Nyla, Josh, and Vince. And they're telling Vince what's happening. Okay, I guess they're just, like, trying to devise a plan. And Vince tells them, he's like, the knife is in the evidence locker. Right. Because remember, he saw it. But Vince is like, but he's in my body. And he's like, if we don't stop him, God knows how many people he's going to kill. So... Body switch time. Uh, wait. <laughs> no, I got it. Okay, okay, okay. She said that was such, such bigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. No, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Body switch time. So what was just said is, who knows how many people he's gonna kill? Body switch time. You're now in the Millie body, so you're the killer. Okay. To keep your soul alive. You just love to kill. Who is the next person you're going to kill? And who's the next person that Millie kills? I don't understand what I got confused at body switch time. (laughs) What? They switched back? No, you're switching. You're doing a body switch. You're now the killer. 
I'm asking you a question as the killer. Oh. Oh. Okay. So if you could get away with murdering someone, who, who, question three, who would you kill and who does the Millie body kill? Who does the Millie body kill? Yes. And who do I kill? Next. Yes. Where am I? You're in the school. It's a school day still. But I'm Vince Vaughn's brain. Mm-hmm. So everyone looks at you and you look like Millie. Just trying to remember what happened, but I can't remember anything. Um, uh, if I'm going to kill someone. So the last thing that Vince said was, he's in my body. If we don't stop him, God knows how many people he's going to kill. Um, I guess Booker. He kills Booker. Uh, yeah. And who do you kill? What's my goal? <laughs> to keep your soul nourished with murder. Uh, um, I kind of feel like an- anyone. I don't know. I'm just like anyone that I'm near. I, I don't under. I don't know why it would matter to me. Do you know what I mean? Who would you get the most pleasure out of killing? I mean, I want to say shop teacher, but I don't know why that matters to Vince Vaughn's brain. One point. He does kill the shop teacher. So what he encountered was like, regardless of whatever is going on with his body switch, he walks in and the fucking shop teacher was so shitty to the body that he's in okay in a really like embarrassing shitty way so we cut to millie's body walking into the shop class and she's like staring at cameron and cameron is like you've got some fucking nerve and she's got like coveralls on and she just puts on some safety goggles and she walks over and turns the table saw on and cameron is like turn that off Millie goes over and grabs a pencil and, like, goes to stab him. And he pushes her down and, like, puts up his dukes and is, like, screaming. And he's like, I'll see you in the principal's office. And at this point, we now see that Vince realizes that, like, this body doesn't work. Like, a teenage girl's body against a grown man, he cannot do what he's used to to being able to do. Right. So – He's like, fuck, and he's kind of like laying on the ground, dazed. And then Millie's body like runs and jumps on Cameron's back and he pushes her off and is like, what the fuck? And then just starts kicking her on the ground. And I'm like, as Wait, far as teacher? you know, this is, yes, this teacher starts kicking a student on the ground. Now, granted, it's self defense, but I'm also like, you're taking a li- like you're kicking her in the gut. Like you're taking a little too much pleasure in this. And then he like screams in her face, just being like, ah, just being like, don't fuck with me. And I'm like, this is a Jesus fucking Christ. 
So very extra. And then he like gets down and like whispers in in her ear and is like, that's what you get for fucking with me, Missy. And I'm like, what the actual fuck? And I'm like, you must have tenure. Is happening. This is completely unacceptable. So at that point, we see Millie's body grab the pencil that was on the floor that she originally tried to stab him with. And she turns and stabs him right in the neck. And he kind of like stumbles away and is just like, and like trying to breathe. She gets up, knocks him onto the table saw, and does a reverse Art the Clown right into the table saw. Saws him from head to balls, totally in half. And we see the whole fucking thing. The deaths in this were awesome. So now we cut to Millie's body coming out of the shop and she's taken the coveralls off. So like anything that had blood on it, she's now in her like normal outfit with the red leather jacket. And she comes out into the hallway and at the same time, two cops walk by, but they just like walk past her because she just looks like a student. Then around the other corner come the other three. So now we have two cops on one side of the hallway Vince, Nyla, and Josh on the other side of the hallway, and Millie's body in the center. Mm -hmm. Question four, as the killer in Millie's body, what do you do and what does she do? As Millie's body, I and Hand in Hand are going to scream and be like, oh my God, it's him, it's him, it's him, to the cops. Yes. Yeah. So... Right before she does that, right before she screams, Vince's body sees her and is like, oh, my God, it's me. What am I wearing? And, like, kind of smiles. And is like, sort of working for me. Because, like, she's not. (laughs) That's when Millie screams and is like, he's here. He's here. The cops come running. And as soon as they run past Millie, her face just, like, falls to neutral, Uh like, immediately. So we cut to the three Nyla, Vince, and Josh running back out of the school. They get into Josh's car. Vince is in the back. Josh is, like, trying to start it. And it obviously, like, doesn't start because it's a horror movie. And the cops are, like, running out of the school, like, trying to get to them. And finally, Josh is able to get it started up. So they speed away. And they're, like, in the car. And they're, like, making a plan. But as they're making the plan, Vince is in the back and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nyla, can you scoot up just a bit? And so like Nyla scoots up. <laughs> and then they're like, he's like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Nyla, can you just scoot up just a little bit more? And she's like, oh, and scoots up and is like, yeah, maybe. We- I'm Sorry, Nyla, can you just scoot up a little more? <laughs> and it's like, he's like, thank you. So Vince... So at this point, they're like on the highway and they drive past Sister Cop, who we hear is in her car, gets an APB saying he just left the school. Okay. And then the car speeds by and she sees fucking Vince in the back of the fucking car uh-huh. with Josh and Nyla in the front seat. So Sis is like, God damn it. So she's now pulling them over or like gets behind to like pull them over. Nyla tells Josh to turn into the park and turn into this parking lot basically so it's like what she's trying to tell her to do is like 
make a quick turn into this parking lot and come out onto the street on the other side so that like we're sort of like taking a shortcut and we can lose her. Okay. And as she does this, they cut across a bunch of lanes. So the sister cop gets stuck behind a truck, basically. Mm -hmm. So now you're back on the road and sister cop is not far behind you. Like you cut her off for a second, but she's going to be right there. Question five, you're back in Vince's body and you're with Nyla and Josh. Where do you go to lose your sister cop and where do they go to lose sister cop? Any idea? You're like, I give up. Uh, I don't know how to know this. Uh, I'm just going to say we go to the mill, the murder mill. Okay, and hands. I don't because that's the only thing I I don't even know. <laughs> Zero points. Great. They go to the mall, okay. so they scoot into the parking lot. They go into the mall and they immediately are just lost uh, okay, 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 in okay, the okay. sea of people. So sister cop comes in behind them and like they're lost. So they're running through the stacks of everything, and then Nyla and Josh they're like hide in here. And they tell Vince to hide in a dressing room. Okay. And they're like, do not come out until we come get you. Okay. Stay in there. So Vince is in there. Millie's mom then comes in with a name tag. We realize this is the store where Millie's mom works. Okay. And so she com- Millie's mom comes in and she's like, I saw you come in. Do you, do you need any help with anything? And Vince Millie is like, no, I don't. I absolutely do not need any help. Thank you, ma'am. And she like won't leave. Um, and like kind of starts spilling her guts. But like it made some sense. Like basically she was like, I saw that there were some polo shirts in there. Like you have the same kind of build as my as my late husband. He looked great in polo shirts. And that kind of sends her into, like, my husband died, blah, blah, blah. And oh, she's like, no. <laughs> yeah. This and is she's... a horror movie within itself. <laughs> it gets Please worse. Don't talk to me when I'm in a dressing room, ma'am. So she obviously can't, obviously, see his face. And she's like, blah, 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 my husband. And Vince Millie is just, like, listening, super uncomfortable. But she's like, I bet he loved that pink polo shirt. She's like, I bet it was his favorite shirt. Oh, God. (laughs) So then mom tears up and she's like, he died a year ago and then is like embarrassed. And Vince is like, you know, embarrassed that she's like spilling her guts. And Vince is like, no, 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 it's it's okay. He's like, I lost someone, too. I I lost my dad. And mom is like, you must miss him so much. So they're like commiserating on either side of the door. And uh, mom is saying, my oldest shut down, retreated into work. And my other daughter is so quiet now. And Vince says, maybe she just needs some space. Some time to figure out who she is, maybe. And mom is like, I, I guess I do smother her. I don't, I don't mean to. I'm just scared that I'm going to be alone when she goes away to college. 
Oh, God. Oof. Gosh. Oof. 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 God, the weight of that. (laughs) Get off me. Can you imagine, like, getting to, like, hear a conversation like that from, like, the other direction? Right. Exactly. (sighs) So, also get some hashtag therapy mom right because like um that is a responsibility that you do not need to be putting on to your daughter ma'am also like no tino shade like i know it worked out for you because you happen to be talking to your daughter in a psycho killer's body but like i've worked in retail and like you're not like super supposed to like spill your personal guts to like customers in the dressing <laughs> you're room you're not they no don't teach i don't at retail school they don't. And I know you've never worked retail, so, like, that's why I was, like, telling you. Thank you. I, yeah. It's, it's frowned upon. Yeah. I, so, I wouldn't like that as a, as a, as a dressing room connoisseur. <laughs> I wouldn't have, like, I don't like that. I'm just picturing someone trying to spill their guts to you while you're on the other side of the door just being like, uh-huh. I'm just, <laughs> you're just, like, you're literally stranded inside. <laughs> like, you're just yes. like, I can't leave this box. I'm in. <laughs> this person stop talking. I mean, it's kind of the way that Lyft and Uber are sometimes. Oh. Where you're just, like... Oh God! Please stop. Please stop That's the worst. I've definitely had drivers spill their guts to me before. I bring these in any Uber that I'm in because it's like, do you see how big these Head- headphones, headphones are? She's Can you see them? Pointing at her headphones for all the. Can the, you see them, the audio listeners? <laughs> Can you see them? <laughs> um. So. Mom is like, you're so easy to talk to. And she's like, you're so comforting. And your voice is very manly. And, and you were like, yeah, it is. And I was like, it is. It is very it is very manly. And she's like, this is weird, but do you want to get coffee? And uh, Vince. No, mom. Mom, no. So Vince does that. Goes, ew, God, no. <laughs> And so Vince's uh, Vince's mom, Millie's mom is like, "Uh, I never should have asked. I'm so sorry. And he goes, no, I mean, oh, no, I missed out. (laughs) It's like, I'd love to get coffee with you, even grab dinner. You sound amazing, but I'm married. Mm. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay." At that moment. Sister cop busts in and is like, Mom, mom, you need to call Millie. Get a hold of Millie right now. The killer's just been spotted. And so mom like runs out backwards and like screams to Vince, like, like, uh, good luck to you! And like runs out. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, doesn't Sister Cop know Millie's two best friends? And she thinks that the two best friends have basically been like kidnapped, kidnapped. by the killer. Okay. Like Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So Vince is still in the stall. And then we see Nyla throws a mask over the door, like a Halloween rubber mask over the head. Right. And is like, put this on. You're scary Aaron Rodgers now. <laughs> so it's like an Aaron <laughs> Rodgers mask. <laughs> and, but it's like too small because like Vince's head is like, <laughs> it's like too big. Stop like it, it doesn't even like, by yourself. It, we don't need I'm, to be part of this kitchen. Like, his head, like, doesn't even <laughs> fit in the mask, you know? It's, like, so big. So, <laughs> so, now they're, now Vince is, like, walking through the parking lot with, like, his Aaron Rodgers mask on, but just keeps, like, bumping into people because, <laughs> like, he can't see anything. Oh, my God. And Josh is trolling Instagram and TikTok 
to see because it's like the big weekend and like even though the homecoming is canceled, he's like, somebody's going to be planning a party somewhere. Like, right. somebody's going to... So he's scrolling through, and he's, like, looking for Millie, basically. Like, is Millie in anyone's uh, stories? Ooh, smart. Yeah. And uh, so running into people, and, like, goes to take it... Uh, Vince goes to take it off, and Natalie's like, no, no, no. And then Josh is like, I found it. Cut to the Insta story of four varsity boys standing around... A glow-in-the-dark pool table? This is like, we'll get there. Cool. I could not figure out what this place was for like 25 <laughs> minutes. So I'll get, to, I'll get to that in one second. So we get there and it's Millie. And it's like one of the varsity dudes being like, our unofficial homecoming queen. Like just being dicky. Yeah. And so it's like the four varsity dudes. But like Millie is just staring them down because Millie is like not Millie. Mm-hmm. Booker, we learn, is also on the football team, which I didn't catch on to at first. That, like, he hangs out with the varsity douches, but, like, obviously isn't. He's not a douche, yeah. Right. So, like, he's observing this, basically. Mm. So now we cut to them in the -the glow-in-the-dark pool hall. Okay. I'm just going to tell you what it is now. It appears to be some sort of enclosed gaming facility. So we have pool tables. We have putt-putt. We have probably laser tag. We have arcade games. So it's just like whatever. But it's all that sort of like neon glow in the dark shit with like Like it's like a haunted place. Black light place. But it's definitely got like a spooky theme. So it's like because there's like ghosts that are like, you know, like so it's yeah. Spooky time game glow time. This this town is it's it seems like a great place to raise a family, honestly. <laughs> so they're all standing around the pool table and they're like, we have to figure out what we're going to do to party tonight for homecoming since there's no homecoming. Millie says, How about the old mill? Ooh, no. And all the varsity guys are like, Oh, yeah, the old abandoned mill. Millie. At that point, Varsity douche. Oh, you're going to love this part. You're going to love this part. I'm so excited to tell you this part. <laughs> oh, my God. So one varsity dude grabs Millie's ass and says, what a useful little beaver this one is. Ew. So she then leans over with a smile and whispers in his ear so none of the rest of them can hear. Your touch makes this pussy drier than sandpaper, you fucking monkey. I can't (laughs) wait to kill you. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) so she walks away and Varsity is just like stunned. (laughs) Like can't move. His boner has now like inverted itself <laughs> yes it ran away with fear <laughs> yeah and as she walks away she like grabs a box cutter off a table okay. i'm like i guess it's also like a box cutter range sure perhaps Vibes. this town yeah and so she walks out the door and now she walks out the door we see her turn around and look at booker and like give him like a come hither stare uh-huh. and booker is like Oh, but like sweetly, like right, he's sure, not sure, going to sure. be, he's not going to follow like being led by his boner. Right, yeah. I know what you mean. 
So he's led by his heart. He's led by his heart. Yes, exactly. So when she walks away and he walks away, Varsity Douche is like, she fucking wants me. (laughs) (laughs) To the rest of them. Fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, So Booker's had said, he was like, I'm going to take a piss. Like he didn't say like, I'm going to go follow. Yeah. So now we cut to the three of them coming into the glow in the dark pool hall. Vince, Nyla, and Josh. Vince looks at the security cameras that are just there for everyone to see. You can see every room. And he's just like, there I am. (laughs) Right there. And I was like, how convenient this place is. (laughs) Um, And he sees Booker and Millie. Vince then says, uh, grabs a putt-putt thingy. Club? Club. And is like, divide and survive. You go that way. And I'm like opposite you're in a divide and survive no it's the opposite it's divide and die yes divide and not survive (laughs) i think you missed the mess of the rhyme live forever oh there you go yeah so he's like you go that way so now we cut to them in a glow-in-the-dark haunted house putt-putt okay and it's booker like kind of following um millie Okay. okay Creepy things keep jumping out. Vince is also in there, but, like, in a different part of it. Like, he's trying to find them. Okay. And, like, a creepy thing, like, jumps out and, like, scares Vince. And then, I guess Josh is also in there and he, like, swats at a fake ghost. So we're just seeing, like, that there's lots of things popping out. Okay. Okay. Booker is then looking around in the same putt-putt, being like, Millie? And Millie comes up silently behind him no and booker right at that moment like ducks into another part of it like it's kind of like and like you know ducks into another part she's following and booker's just like i just want to talk like make sure you're okay she comes up behind him again and is like about to stab him (gasps) no when vince pops out in front of booker Pushes Booker out of the way and swats Millie in the head and knocks her out with the putt-putt. Booker then sees Vince Vaughn and starts running. And Nyla and Josh are like, get him, he's going to call the cops. So Booker goes around the corner and it's like he's now put a trellis between himself and Vince Okay. So, like, he went around a corner, but okay, if Vince okay. were to go around the corner, he would lose him. So, Vince just walks through the trellis, just sure. like their French doors Good, man. or my vagina, yeah. um, and, like, knocks him to the ground, like, tackles him, knocks him to the ground, knocks him out, and is like, oh, my God. So, now we cut to Millie's house and, no, sorry, Josh's house, Josh's house, and Millie... uh is tied to a chair, okay? Millie is and tied to a chair, okay. Booker is knocked out on the couch with frozen peas on his head. Oh. And Vince is like, God, he's even gorgeous when he's unconscious. Uh. <laughs> he then, Booker then wakes up and sees Vince, and Vince is like, Booker, Booker, look at me, Booker. And Millie is like, Booker, Booker, they're going to kill me. Booker, you've got to uh. save me. And they're both like 
vying for his attention. Right, right, right. And then uh, uh, Josh, like, looks at Millie and is like, oh, dry up, bitch, like, with the crocodile <laughs> tears. And Vince is, like, trying to explain the whole curse to him and is like, I mean, that's clearly not me. Like, have you ever seen me dress like that? I mean, I kind of like what he's doing with it, but, like, the point is you've never seen me dress like that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, do you like that? Do you like how she's dressed? I never did, but do you like that? (laughs) And Booker is just like, I gotta get out of here and, like, tries to leave. Vince stands up to be like, no! And starts reciting a poem. And Booker starts reciting a poem. Yes. Okay. And Booker stops and it's a love poem. And Nyla and Josh are like, what the fuck was that? And Booker is like, it's a poem that someone left in my locker. It was anonymous. And I wrote, Vince is doing a great job of being a lovesick teenager. Like, it's so sincere when he's reciting this poem. It's so sincere. It was gorgeous. And Booker's like, that was you? And Vince is like, I don't don't know why I did that. And, like, Vince literally tears up. Mm. And Millie then turns to Vince and goes, you sad fucking cunt. You pathetic coward. Oh, my God. And so Josh pulls her hair back and, like, stuffs a rag into her mouth. Mm. So now we cut to time has passed. Booker is chilled out. They're still in the house. Vince is on Snapchat with the puppy filter. And he's <laughs> like, this should be his next mugshot. And he's, like, making faces. And Nyla is like, I need you to focus. And so they're like, okay, we have to get the knife from the evidence locker and then figure right. out where he is. And they're like, it's 40 minutes round trip to the station and then we have to get in. He's like, and that's assuming like someone is there, like that we can get in. Figure kind of out thing. where he is. I misspoke. We have to figure out if we can get into the station to get the the knife out okay. of the evidence locker. Okay. And then he's like, I think he was trying to lure people somewhere. Where was he trying to lure them? Oh. Booker says the old mill. Millie then glares at them and Vince is like, yes, that's where I woke up in this body. He's luring them there. Millie has a gag in her mouth, obviously isn't saying anything. Right. They realize they're like, "Okay, we've got to get the knife, uh, but someone has to stay with Millie so she doesn't escape and go to the mill and murder everybody that she just lured there to, to murder the entire fucking school. Right. So uh, they say to Josh, they're like, it's your house. You have to you have to stay here. And Josh is like, fine, I'll stay with Murder Barbie. (laughs) So we then cut to Nyla, Booker and Vince. And they're at the station in the car choice. Is he still wearing Aaron Rodgers face? No. But again, this is why I told you in the beginning very small town. Parking lot of the police station is empty. Only one car is there, which means there's only one cop inside. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they're at the station and Nyla is like, I'm going in. Honk if you see someone. Vince looks out the, de- out the door and he's like, that's my sister's car. So my sister is the one that's at the station right, right. now. And 
Vince is like, what are you going to do? And Nyla says, don't worry, I've got this. So Nyla leaves. Vince is in the car with Booker. Uh, Booker's in front. And he's like, and Vince is like, I've never been so stressed and excited in my life. <laughs> Hashtag stress cited. Hashtag nerves of steel. Hashtag what is she doing? <laughs> so question five, your Nyla to get the knife. What do you do and what oh, does she do? Man. To get the knife. Oh, man. I think it's going to be too too smart and creative for me. Um, how do I get the knife from Sister Cop? So it's the, in the evidence well, locker. Maybe if I distract her with something. I think hand in hand we're gonna tell sister cop that uh he is somewhere to make her leave the station and so we're there like i'm there alone basically ah, double yeah. ding yeah. turns out i am smart and creative with my yeah. survival skills god damn it yep because you're right sister did see nyla with vince yeah. vaughn yeah so she runs into the station and is like, help me, help me. He followed me here. He's right outside. Help me. And so Sister Cop is like, stay in here. Don't move. So she tells Nyla, she's like, hide under the desk. Okay. Sister Cop goes outside. We now cut to Booker and Vince in the car. I'm realizing now they must have parked far away. That's like, why I was confused. I was like, interesting choice to bring Vince's body to the police station parking lot. Like, yeah. As I'm telling like, this to you, I'm like, face body. I was like, yeah, he should hide, right? Yeah. I think I was like genuinely so charmed that these two holes back to back, I was just like, boop, boop, along for the ride. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. And now as I'm saying them, I'm like, what the fuck? So <laughs> I, I guess they parked under a tree. Okay. I don't know. It's an invisible car. Sure. Um, and, uh, Vince is in the car. So we're talking, we're with Vince in the car and he's talking to Booker and he's like, this, this really got me. Oh. Vince is like, I know it sounds dumb, but I feel really empowered in this body. Mm. He's like, I'm so strong. And he's like, I've been bullied most of my life and put down. He's like, it just, feels really good to be strong for once mm. and booker turns around and goes strength doesn't come from size it comes from here pointing to his head and here pointing to his heart oh, and he's like and you're stronger than you think <laughs> booker marry me booker is the sweetest um so now we cut to josh back at his house eating cheetos and watching housewives i presume on the couch <laughs> And Millie is just staring at him. And Josh is like, don't move. I'm going to the fridge. And I'm like, she's tied up. It's fine. So then we see Millie behind her. She's like trying to wiggle out of the ropes. Okay. Her hands. And then we hear, honey, I'm home. And it's Josh's mom. Oh, no. So she comes in and Millie is tied to a chair with a oh, gag in her mouth. No. And says... Why is Millie tied to a chair? Question six. Why is Millie tied to a chair, Josh and Kim? 
because we are doing a school project and it's an experiment and it's oh. for school so obviously we have to do it hand okay and hand. what is I hand in hand that's all i can think okay. of so done one point for you much better than what josh said <laughs> josh says we are role playing no josh and mom goes isn't that a a sex act and uh and josh is like yes and millie <laughs> and josh's mom is like well she's acting very upset right now in the chair like she's not chill smiling at me and josh is like she's super method and then he like <laughs> slaps her and is like you naughty girl <laughs> And mom is like, I'm confused that you're playing a sex game in our house with Millie. Right. And Josh goes, Mom, I didn't want you to find out this way. (laughs) And I didn't want to tell you until I was ready, but I'm straight. (laughs) And Millie laughs with the gag in her mouth. And mom goes, you are many things, Josh, but straight is not one of them. Now what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And... Mom picks up a knife to be like, I'm untying her. And mom is like, no, you can't. You can't let him go. And she's like, him? And mom picks up the knife to untie her. Millie then steps on mom's foot. Mom drops the knife. Millie then pulls her hands out. Josh and mom run and hide in the bedroom. And Millie is like banging the knife through the door. Oh, shit. Mom goes to, like, lock the windows, and Josh calls Nyla to be like, we fucked! And, like, Nyla doesn't pick up, obviously. Right. And Millie is just banging on the door, being like, this body is useless! Like, (laughs) freaking out. So now we cut to Nyla. She's gotten into the evidence locker. And at that moment, Sis comes in and is like, I can't find him. Are you sure that he fucked? What the fuck are you doing, Nyla? And she's just, like, holding the gun. And um, the knife, the knife, sister is holding the gun. Nyla is holding the knife and she's like, put the knife down. And at that moment, Nyla's phone rings. It's Josh and sister's like, do not answer it. So she's like, put the gun down and kick, put the knife down and kick it over to me. So Nyla does. She's got a gun pulled on her. So now we cut to the car and Booker is like, do you mind if I come back there? And <laughs> as he's outside, like coming around the back, we just see Vince be like, oh my God, oh my God. And he sits next to Vince and they're just both sitting there nervously. And Booker says, about that poem. And Vince is like, oh my God, it was a total mistake. And Booker's like, a mistake? You accidentally wrote it and tripped and it fell into my locker? <laughs> And Vince is like, yes, that's exactly what happened. (laughs) And Booker goes, well, I read it a hundred times and I hoped it was yours. (laughs) And Vince goes, it's so sweet. And Vince goes, no, you didn't. And Booker's like, I've liked you since day one. Mm. He's like, you're an idiot. And she's like, you don't have, he, Vince is like, you don't have to say that. And, uh, He's like, Booker's like, I know this is kind of weird, but 
I kind of want to kiss you right now. (laughs) And so he puts his arm around Vince and she stops him for, or Vince stops for a second. It's like, technically you'd be kissing a mass murderer with yellow teeth. I'm like, he does not have yellow teeth. His teeth are fine. Wow. So they kiss. Cute. And Vince like puts his hand on Booker's face and it like engulfs his face (laughs) like your hand does on mine. (laughs) And it, like, kind of weirds them both out. <laughs> Have we ever talked about that scene in Painless? Where you're on, on the, the big screen? Yes. I don't remember what episode it was, but it was, like, yeah, just Kim's hand just totally blocking my face completely. <laughs> I'm gently caressing and supporting my sister. Yes. yes. But on the big screen, it looks like my hand is eating her face. <laughs> So great. So yes, so that's what this looked like. And so they stop and they're both like, this is, and Millie's, or Vince is like, yeah, maybe we should wait till my hand isn't bigger than your face. Uh, me and Vince Vaughn are going to start a big hand support group together. Okay. So that means you're going to like be hanging out with Vince Vaughn and All stuff? the time. Cool, 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 cool. So cool, far, cool, just cool, him cool, and I cool, are cool, in the group. Cool, 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 cool. I'm going to have to figure out this dynamic with my husband. But here we go. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. You have teeny tiny hands. So you're not invited. <laughs> I do have teeny tiny it's hands. Just us right now. Shoot. It's me and big hand Vince. Don't do this to me. This is rude. <laughs> so so they stop, but they still like like just kind of snuggle it. Like Vince kind of like snuggles mm-hmm. into Butcher, Booker's shoulder. And then Vince looks up and sees Millie running into the station. Oh, shit. I'm like, y'all got distracted. So we cut to inside and sister uh, sister cop is like, Millie, where have you been? Millie clocks the knife right. on the ground. Yeah. Nyla is like, that's not your sister. Which I'm just like, how that never like, why would that work? And tries <laughs> and she sort of like tries to like edge towards the knife now that there's like a distraction. Mm-hmm. And sis is like, back up, Nyla. Then Vince busts in and is like, sister cop. Sister turns around, shoots, and misses. Like, Vince, like, ducks behind the desk. Okay. So now you are in Millie's body. So Vince's brain, Millie's body. What do you do and what does she do in the commotion and distraction? Uh, we're both going to get the knife and we're gonna, I think we're both going to get the knife and run away. Double ding. I was going to say you also steal a car, but like you ran away in a car. It's fine. So Millie grabs the knife at the same time that Nyla is going for it. Millie gets it, kind of slices Nyla a little bit, Mm -hmm. runs out, steals the sister's cop car. Okay. Almost runs over Josh, who had been running after Millie body. Okay. And he now runs into the station to be like, shit's fucked. So now we cut to inside and sister is telling Vince To stand up and put your hands up. Right, right, right. So Vince does, makes him, and she, and Sister Cop makes him walk towards the cell. You know how there's like a cell in a police station? Sister tells him not to move as he walks 
as she walks Vince into the cell. And Vince is just like, can you please listen to me? At that exact moment, Booker busts in and is like, hey! And uh, Sister then turns around. Question seven, you're in Vince's body with Millie's brain. What do you do? And what does Vince do? I think that hand in hand, we're going to tackle Sister Cop to get the gun away from her and kind of like be able to like, so we get control of her to be able to tell her what's going on. Like take control of the situation from her being in control right now. Hand in hand. Uh... Half a point. Valiant effort. <laughs> I I mean that sincerely. I don't know like the amount of time it would take to explain to sister. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's happening. Like she's already on the way to the mill kind of right, thing. Right. But half a point for like using your brute force, like remembering the body that you're in because Vince takes this opportunity to grab the sister and just pick her up mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh-huh. puts her in the cell. Oh, okay. okay, um, okay, okay. Manages to knock the gun out of her hand. So yes. And then locks her in the cell and is like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, and also I really thought your hamster could swim. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and he's like, and this will all make sense. Sorry, 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 sorry. And they run out and head to the mill. Okay. So now we cut to mill, the mill. <laughs> That's confusing because I sometimes wrote mill to oh, abbreviate I Millie. I could see that. Okay. So um, <laughs> I wrote cut to the mill and they got set up real quick. Like the party is going. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And there's lots of day glow, lots of black light situations. That's this town loves their glow in the dark paint. <laughs> okay. So Millie is just like walking slowly through the party. Wawa party. It's exactly like a Wawa party. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Hidden serial killers and all. Um, So, yeah. Definitely date rapist. 100%. So, varsity number whatever is like, so, oh, it's the one who she said, you. Your my pussy is dry to him. Oh. He then comes up to her and is like, "You think you're hot shit? I've never made anyone's pussy dry." And I'm like, "Yes, you have. Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely time. have. Pretty much, constantly. Everyone. Yeah, constantly, everyone." And Millie just smiles, and Varsity goes, "Oh yeah, now you like that? Come on." So Varsity leads her to another part of the mill. Mm-hmm. Mill is huge. Lots of rooms and alleys. Just know that. Okay. Cut to them uh, at the mill. Outside the mill. Cut to, okay, cut to Josh, Vince, Booker, and Nyla at the mill. Mm -hmm. And Vince is like, it's too dangerous. And they're like, no, we're coming in with you. And uh, they look at the watch and they're like, we have 15 minutes till midnight. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know it got that late. Yeah. So Booker hands Vince his watch and is like, we'll set a timer. 
for 15 minutes ah. on the watch that is now on Vince's arm. Okay. Uh, Vince then picks up, I don't know, something. But he says, time to stab this asshole. Because he knows that in order to switch the bodies, he's going he to have to get the knife and stab her. Okay, yes. So now we cut to Varsity's, plural, <laughs> and Millie yep. in an alley. And she's outnumbered. It's her and three dudes. Mm-hmm. And they're all being soups gross. Mm-hmm. And they're like, by my count, there's three of us and you have three holes. I hope that you all get murdered. I am cheering this murderer on because you all deserve to fucking die. Well, girl, I got you. <laughs> Hold on one second. Thank you. They then hand her a bottle of liquor and they say, this might help loosen you up. I want you to die so bad. Oh my God, I can't wait for you to fucking die, you piece of shit motherfucking rapist. Question eight, your dream came true. (laughs) How are you going to murder these motherfuckers? I'm going to do my favorite kill. Smash the bottle and stab, stab, stab. Dream kill, dream kill, dream kill. Oh, that's that's a dream kill. That's on so many levels. Dream kill. I didn't even understand. Yeah, it's so like I I just liked the act of my dream kill, like the the way that it was done. But now the people that I'm killing. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. I just got an orgasm from this murder. That I I knew you would. I was uh, very excited for question eight-tastic. Very excited for question eight. So first thing she does, though, and you know how this was in high school where everybody is underage. She grabs the bottle and dumps out a full bottle of whiskey on the ground. Uh-huh. And they're all like, what the no! fuck? Yeah. <laughs> then she smashes it. And honestly, it was a blur because I was so excited to just be like, I can't wait for this <laughs> for Kim to get to do this. <laughs> There is some slashing and stabbing and all kinds of stuff. Okay. Uh. So two of them are dead. One of them appears to be decapitated. Like may have been decapitated by a bottle. Yes. Third varsity, who's the dry pussy varsity, is like, fuck. And like is backing up. Tell me everything. Trips over his dead friend. Yeah. And it's like, sorry, 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 sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry now, bitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Millie, because she knows the mill, um, knows where she keeps her spare chainsaw. So, Kim, (gasps) if you could just go ahead and tell me what that chainsaw sounded like as he chopped his dick in half. I'm just going to – I'm so sorry. I don't know if I can do it because I'm crying. (laughs) My (laughs) – there's too much of my dream kills going on at one time. I know. I'm I'm upset. I'm tearing up. (laughs) You guys, she's actually tearing up. Actually, overwhelmed with joy. <laughs> she got to do her fucking bottle kill and then got to pull out a chainsaw. <laughs> okay, I'll let you come okay. in with the chainsaw when I. T- so, okay. He's on the ground, okay? okay and yeah. he's like crab walking back. Yeah. And his, his dick is, you know, exposed, not literally exposed, but like his feet are kind of apart. And yeah. so she gives a little ring. She literally just like she doesn't even like come 
down with the chainsaw, which is like a very common this motion of coming down. Right. Yeah. She like she penetrates shoves him it in. With, yeah. Oh, of course she. Does. Yeah. Oh my god. I. Yeah. I am. Verklempt. Yeah. I am yeah. overwhelmed. With it was my pure joy. It was really beautiful. Situation. And this was the moment where I was like. I got to figure out a way for Kim to be the killer. Cause like, I can't let this moment pass. I can't let her not murder these fucking guys. <laughs> I can't let Thank this go for that. Gift. <laughs> You're welcome. That sweet, sweet gift. I knew I, it was, uh, Oh my the, God. This just made my 2020. This happy moment. belated Christmas present. This Thank was the you. Christmas present I've been waiting to give you so much. So <laughs> we now, so chainsaw to stick. So we now cut to them inside and by them i mean vince vince nyla josh booker okay they make vince put the aaron mask back on right booker is with vince nyla is off they're doing the divide and survive again which i'm just like terrible idea you guys yeah you messed it up you messed it up josh is going off to ask some varsities, okay? Because right, okay. he's like, have you seen Millie? Yeah. And drunk varsity is like, yeah, I've seen her. You Do you want me to show you where I saw her? And Josh is like, sure. So fucking varsity leads Josh into yet another alley. So now we cut to Booker and Vince. And they have come across the three sawed up bottle slashed oh, yep, varsities. Yep, yep. And they're like... She was here. <laughs> and we're not mad about it. Nope, we're not. And also they now see that the cops have showed up in the main dance area. Okay. 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 Cut to book. Wait, did you freeze? <laughs> I did. I could tell your screen froze. <laughs> Sorry. I just, this is a lot of. Like, and now I don't trust the movie. Like, now I'm like, now that I found that hole that I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck? So now we cut to, so Booker and Vince found the three dead varsities. Uh, Booker then goes to find Nyla and is like, she's here. She's here. For sure. We know it. And they're like, where's Vince? And they're like, Vince went to go find Josh, who's in the alley with some other creepy varsity. They divided the fuck up, didn't they? So much. So now we cut to Josh in another alley with a varsity and varsity starts kissing Josh. Okay. And Josh is like, I don't have time for this. Probably (laughs) Trevor, I'm assuming is his name. (laughs) (laughs) And and Trevor calls him the F word, obviously. (gasps) Even though you just kissed whatever and like kind of stumbles backwards into a wall. Yes. Please also mm-hmm. assume that walls in the mill are walk throughable. Okay. So at this point, he stumbles up against a wall, and we have a hook comes through the wall and stabs him in the eye. Oh my. So it's like through the wall and hook right into his eyeball. Millie then steps through the wall. Vince comes in at that exact moment and pushes Josh out of the way and is like, get out of here because once again it's like i'm the giant six foot five dude yeah Yeah. so millie then smiles at vince and vince says i want my body back 
And Millie goes, come and get it. And I was like, I don't know who I'm attracted to. I don't. I don't know who I'm attracted to. I'm so confused. My brain just exploded. Maybe we should just have a threesome with all of all, all of this. all of the all of this. Yeah, all the Vinces. So now we cut back to Booker and Nyla and Jay. Booker and okay. And the cop is like right there, and they like fire into the air, and all of the students scatter. Like they're like, ah, the cops are here. They fire into the air. Yes. I'm just like, I don't think that's sanctioned. End parties? I guess. I don't know. I'm like, won't it ricochet? I don't know. I don't know how that works. So then we cut back to Millie and Vince, and Millie charges at him with the hook. Mm -hmm. Vince fends him off, but manages, he gets his leg sliced. Okay. So they're fighting. The knife falls out of Millie's pocket. Vince grabs it, trying to stab Millie. And he's like, stay still. I'm trying to stab myself. And then a and then a cop comes in. Question nine. Body switch, you're now in Millie's body, and a cop just came in. What do you do? And what does Millie body Vince Brain do? I think we're both gonna play the victim. Like we're both just gonna be like, oh my god, it's him. I'm being attacked. Yeah. I mean, it's a tried and true tactic that seems to work every time. So hasn't failed you yet. <laughs> yeah. Why stop? So cop shoots, misses, but the knife is knocked out of Vince's hand. Okay. Millie then gets away. She grabs the knife. Uh, question 10, switch back into Vince's body. What do you do? The cop is standing between you and the exit to where you have to go chase after your body. Question 10. What do you do and what does Vince do? Mm, do I have any things? Or they nope. All got you have out? nothing. You have nothing. And the cop has a gun pointed at me. Yes, but here's what I'll say. The cop isn't necessarily standing in his power yet. Okay, okay, okay. We're, we're fumbling. Uh, I think I'm just going to use my big body to like remove the cop out of the way hand in hand exactly he just but you can see you can see vince be like oh yeah like kind of like uh the realization that his body is huge kind of thing so runs after bum rushes the cop runs after millie Millie is now running down the alley because she has murder vibes and a in-shape teenage body. So she is just booking it. Vince is trying to keep up and Uh he's in a big, giant, six foot five, 50 year old body. And so he can't run very fast and is literally like, (gasps) 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 like trying to keep up. We then just see Nyla easily run past Vince. And then we see Josh easily run past Vince. (laughs) <laughs> and then Booker easily run past Vince and he's just like huh, huh. and they tackle Millie to the ground they grab the knife and they throw it to Vince and Vince is like hold him down Vince goes to stab no 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 and Millie starts laughing and Vince is just like, 
well, this is, this is me now. No. This is it. Just fucking stab her just in case. Then Josh says, where's the bell toll? The bell toll? Where's the bell toll that it's midnight? <gasps> it's five minutes early. He sets his watch five minutes early. Question 11. <laughs> what does Vince remember? He sets his watch five minutes early. Yep. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. So then we get a flashback to pro tip, set your watch ahead five minutes. Vince goes over, stabs her, cosmic body switch. Millie sits up now in her body. Nyla asks, Millie, what's your favorite athlete? And she goes, you know, I hate sports. And Millie's (laughs) like, she's back. So now here come the cops and they go freeze. Question 12. What does Josh do and what do you do? Josh, cops are there. What does Josh do? Um, I think maybe same as just being like, oh my god, it's him, it's him, it's him. Oh, let me think. Is there something else that I need to do? I'm Josh. So, okay, what just happened? So we we stabbed Millie's body, and then and the body switched. So, yeah, I think just be like, that's him. Get him. Cops. (laughs) Josh looks at the cops and says, shoot that motherfucker. (laughs) And the cops riddle my love with bullets. (laughs) Dead as a doornail. Interesting way to put it. (laughs) I mean, Vince. I mean, the killer. I mean, the villain. (laughs) Riddle the villain with bullets. Yes. Cut to Nyla, Josh, Booker, and Millie sitting in the back of an ambulance, you know, with the blankets over them. You see it. You see it. I've been there. Booker is sitting there. Nyla and Josh leave. And Booker says, how's the shoulder? And Millie says, best pain I've ever felt. And he's like, what are you going to tell the cops? And she's like, I guess a version of the truth. Like, you know figure it out yeah and she's like let's just hope no one gets a hold of that knife again millie says do you remember that thing we were trying to do oh and booker says oh yeah let's see and he takes her hand and puts it up to his face (laughs) and says much better Mm. and then they kiss and nyla and josh cheer and then mom fucking comes up and cocks block it and gives her a mom. hug. I'm like, can you wait, bitch? So now we cut to another ambulance driving down the road. And it's Vince Vaughn on a stretcher. And the first EMT is like, I don't think he's going to make it. Second EMT says, good. First EMT says, don't you have any empathy? Second EMT says, uh, if you saw the carnage, you'd be glad too. Then we hear flatline and they're like, he's gone. Camera pans down. The little pulse on the finger has fallen off of his finger. Mm-hmm. So the flatline is it's not because not he's connected. dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now we cut to sis in at home. Sister cop saying goodnight to mom and Millie who are like snuggled in bed together. Mom tells Millie, she's like, you can go away to college. She's like, you don't have to stay home with me. So 
Cut to Millie saying goodnight to her mom, walking back to her room, but she hears something. And she sees that the door is open. So she she shuts it and locks it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, sis, you left the door open. Mm -hmm. Sis. She's walking around the house. It's all dark. And she's like, hello. She hears a thump. She opens the door to the living room. There he is right behind her. He's got a knife to her throat. And he said, I'm sorry. This is really. (laughs) He's got a knife to her throat. And he just says, you got what you wanted. Your body back. And I was just like, you can have my body. It's fine. Do you want? I don't need it anymore. It's fine. My body belongs to you. Yes, it does. Daddy. Daddy. So then we hear freeze. Sister is behind him. Gun drawn. She shoots. Gun clicks. Vince lifts up his other hand and a bunch of bullets drops out. Oh, shit. So now they're like, fuck. All of a sudden, mom comes in with a wine bottle and hits him over the head. Great. Sis is trying to pick up the bullets and reload it, reload the gun. He's choking mom and then punches her in the face over the table. Sister is about to shoot and he turns and throws her into the TV and she's knocked out. Sister is. Sister is. Okay. Millie is now coming up behind him and she's about to stab him and he turns around and she stops and she's like (sighs) and he's like don't stop keep coming and I was like dead I'm dead I'm dead stop saying these words why are you doing this I'm dead oh no so then he grabs her arm and like does that twisty thing where he twists it around and then he's like I've been in your body (laughs) (laughs) and he's like i get why you feel weak and all that anxiety you got clinging to your dead dad and you're really just a lesser version of your sister getting bossed around by your drunk mom that's not a life and then he holds her face and is like but we'll fix that pushes her to the ground Millie then says, I learned something when I was in your body. Question 13, what does she do and what do you do? Uh, She kicks him in the balls. Hand in hand, hand in hand. Yep. So he then says. (laughs) I have balls now. (laughs) He then says, what's that? She goes, having balls sucks. And she kicks him. Yeah. He falls to the ground. Mom gets up. Hits him over the head with another bottle. Sis gets up, breaks a chair over him. The yeah. chair shatters everywhere. Millie then gets up, picks up a piece of the chair, and fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer's that bitch. Yes! And he falls to the ground, like, on his knees, and the, like, fucking stick is sticking out of his back, and she rounds up and kicks it through him. Yes! Queen! And then is standing over his dead fucking body, and the last line of the movie is just camera on Millie, and she goes, I'm a fucking piece. Credits. Oh, I love it. It was so good. It was so oh, good. Oh, my god! I mean, especially since, like, now, granted, I could have taken the notes wrong, but, like, 
definitely the car in the parking lot was like a hole that I didn't catch because I was just along for the fucking ride Mm -hmm. the whole time. It was awesome. It was great. Oh, my God. I loved it so much. It was so fun. You did a great job because I know that was confusing, but it was so good. It was just confusing. So let me total your point. It totally made sense. Hey, Sammies. So as you've heard, we have a Patreon and we have some amazing bone con happening over there. That's bonus content. Bone con all the time. We are constantly updating our benefits and we would love for you guys to come hang out with us over there. And we actually have some deals going on right now if you join soon. Join for an annual membership by the end of 2020 and you'll get two months free. So, Sammies, what are you waiting for? Come on. Come over to Patreon. We're all hanging out. Goodbye. We're all going to stay alive. Okay. Well, Miss Burns. Yes. You got fucking five out of six on your dead or alive. Oh, fuck. Yes. So, I think we have to just straight up officially retire the trope that you're bad at the dead or alive because that does not appear to be the case any longer. Uh, Sometimes. <laughs> I'll really. take it. Yeah. I mean, it was every single time for a while. So. <laughs> you, that, you know what? Well, you're right. You're every, right. Every time. Every time. Yeah, there was, no, there was no doubt before. No, no. No, no. <laughs> so out of 29 question points, you got 20.5 for a total of 25.5 out of 35. I'll take it. That's good. Great. Yeah. Uh, That was so good. Oh, my gosh. I can't stop thinking about my dream kill that just went beyond my dream. That just overflowed into orgasmic dream kills times. Like you would have been. Times a thousand. Times infinity. I couldn't even. (laughs) You would have been completely happy with the bottle to the neck. Yeah. But then to have the chainsaw. I just. I I mean. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't have come up. I couldn't have. Couldn't have dreamed that up myself. It was so beautiful. You know what? You know what that is? That's the same as what I was talking about in the beginning about the podcast where I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know what? This 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 was great. But then yeah. it turned into a dream that I could not even have imagined. The podcast was stabbing someone, someone with a bottle. We couldn't have imagined that you would bring us all the chainsaws. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. that the person I was stabbing was... Of varsity football players. Yes. Rapist. So it's just, I mean, chef's kiss. Um, So that's it, everyone. Okay, so New Year's Eve party. Yes. We're going to celebrate that we all hashtag stayed alive for 2020. We fucking survived this year because we we are Sammies and that's what we do. We did it together. Let's celebrate. Going. Yeah. So don't forget to be our mouths, meaning tell a friend. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Please write us a five-star review. Thank yeah. you. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive. It's don't so forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at KK Sam Podcast. Yes. Um, Patreon. 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 You have Come join us on one Patreon. One day left to join for a year and get two months free. Yes. Also, at the New Year's Eve party, we're going to be having so many presents for you. Yeah. So join and then you might get presents. Yeah. Uh, so this has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week. And stay year. Alive. Oh, and year. 
Stay alive. Goodbye. I'll see you next year. I fucking hate that. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I hated that until you just said it right now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>